Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. What's up, guys? And Daniel Jang. A hunter must hunt. And special guest, Roberto, returning to the show. Back again. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good to, to have you back. back, buddy. Good to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for those of you that don't know what our show is about, we meet every week. Um, we sit around a table on Mondays. We The episodes come out to you in all podcasting formats. We sit around a table. We have some fun. We each re- usually bring a topic of discussion, nerdy in nature, to you. And um, we just have some fun. Sorry, I'm getting a call. You know, we've been getting busy picking up some steam and everything and popularity <laughs> that, and everything. Andy Weir Andy Andy interview. Calling yeah, the yeah. That, one second interview. Just, <laughs> <laughs> now I got, uh, what's his name? Ernest Klein calling. Tommy, Tommy Spielberg. Tommy Wiseau. Oh, don't get me started. Tommy and me. I, I think I know where he's from. Um, but anyway, we, we, we do this stuff. We hope you have some fun with us. We have some fun. And uh, yeah, let's just uh, chime in. How have, you, how have you guys been? Been doing good. Um, what uh, blah, 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 blah. I was in a I don't know if I want to mention the Monster Hunter beta. I obviously tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fun. And then yeah, we're gonna jump into that. Yeah. And then um, what did I do? I beat something. That's why I'm not playing it anymore. I can't You're remember what I beat. I beat that. Um, Automata. I don't remember. I know I've been starting uh, to play uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So I've been playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Uh, but I might drop that soon and then just start full time streaming. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't fully gotten into that. But we had a busy weekend. Yeah. So it's yeah, a hard weekend yeah. to start on. So, yeah. but you got you got your feet on the floor now. Holiday season's kicking in. Mm-hmm. Cold marmalade, ready to <laughs> coming through. Coming through. How about you, Jay? Same old same. Streaming uh, Bloodborne and L.A. Noir. Nice. Been going well. Yeah, it's good. Fucking Bloodborne's so good. Is there an end in sight with either? Or, uh, or Bloodborne you... might be ending soon, but I got to beat it one more time to get the platinum. Because okay. you got to do three playthroughs. Ooh, so you're going for the platinum then? Like, oh, yeah. 100%. For sure. 100%. Oh, man. Yeah, I had to do DLC. Join the rank. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that's hard, too. Like, that, that, the last boss <laughs> of the DLC took me. Mikolash Cage? No, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's like aborted moon fetus. Yeah, orphan, no, of, shit. Like, orphan it's, of cost. It's pretty, orphan of cost. Yeah, this, that's the hardest boss in the game. It's you played, so you've already I've beaten seen, him. No, I've seen him. I seen a guy beat him blood level four. Oh my god! Yeah, See, so I don't know how people crazy. do these things. Yeah, I have a question: Is blood level equivalent to like a Diablo thing where it's like torment levels that you choose, blood or is it a level? Yeah. yeah. Experience level. That's the lowest it goes. For. I see. I see. I see. So it's, people beat the it's game at four. Yeah, it's at four. It I, starts I, off I, as four. I did not know that. Uh, Whoa, okay. Okay. And uh, Roberto, what have you been up to? Uh, so a lot of Switch, yeah? actually. Yeah. I um I was on PS4 for a little bit playing uh, uh, the last game I managed to beat um, that's on, on my list, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Evil Within 2. Oh, mm-hmm. nice, I'm, nice. I'm like a really big fan of Resident Evil 4. That's like one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. And this looked like it was in league with that in some way. So I, I popped that in and I... I Kind of film was it scary into a whole yeah man actually surprisingly because the original one was like I, I beat the original one and i like like things about it but it was like on the whole it was disappointing it was yeah. janky it was like the frame it was all over the place it was just it was not a good experience but this one was like quasi open world environment mm. it like felt smooth it was a lot more like stealth focused and it was fun man damn but then after that like i, I just went went on switch and started playing 
a bunch of this is the thing I do a lot, man. I when they come out with uh, when they come out with, with a game I already owned on another console, but it's on a more <clears throat> convenient console or a console that I probably play a lot more now. I, I rebuy it. So right now I'm playing uh, Resident Evil Revelations on Switch. So mm. what is that? I I saw that I, I bookmarked it to check in later. Is that a remake of an old game? It's a remake or? of well, a 3DS. It's, it's it's not. It's it's like yeah. It's a remake of a th- 3DS game. But it, it's so. Oh man, this is. It came out on 3DS and yeah. then it got ported to PS3 and then it got ported mm-hmm. to PS4. Oh. And, and the PS4 now, port is on Switch. And Capcom's like, yes. Yeah, he's like, dude, there are money. After uh, earlier this week, I remember there was an announcement that they're bringing all the old Street Fighter games to Switch oh, in a collection. Had, and I was like, man, so Capcom, good. that's like the thing right now with the Switch. That, that's a slap to the face, though, because they came out with Super Street Fighter 2 yeah. on Switch for 40 bucks. No. And now they're coming out with this collection with like all of them for the same price. I was like, dude, that I, I'd, be, I'd be pissed if I, yeah. if I bought that, that, uh, that first edition yeah. that they came out with. Yeah, because this this is this is all of them, and then they have the online for like the important ones too, like not for three. Oh, really? Yeah. So online. online matchmaking and yeah. for for Street Fighter Three Third Strike, for Super Street Fighter Two, and for Street Fighter Alpha Three. Yeah. So I was like, dude, that's like that's the complete package, you know? Because yeah. like Street Fighter Three Third Strike is like one of my favorite fighting mm-hmm. games of all time, you know? Like I think just it's good. So to have nice. that on the go and like have like easy co op on. On the fly, yeah. Shit. Sign me up, dude. You know? Cool. Sign me up. For me, um, I a lot of the same stuff we're going to be talking about. It's topic. It's going to be topic related. The VGAs we talked about. We were going to <coughs> PSX, um, and then some Monster Hunter. And then I've I've been in a similar boat as you, Roberto. I was like, I want to play some games to like just get completion done. So I've been chipping away at Persona Five, and. That it's it's a fun game. It's a it's a lengthy game, and I'm not in the mood right now for like a really lengthy game. So I was like, I kind of just want to jump into like Switch. Switch is just like a home for me. I'm like, I just want some quick kind of like grinding. Like Destiny wasn't fitting it for me. I'm I am getting more in a Destiny mood now with the update coming out that or that came out with like some quality of life stuff. Um, it's just been like. I'm all I'm scatterbrained right now with all these games. I'm like, I need to focus, and the Switch is giving me that focus. So I started playing Steam World Dig Two. Oh, Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, I beat that when dude. I so I bought that and I fell into a hole. Where, like that's all I did. Like yeah. any spare time I had, I was in the bathroom. I'd be playing it I'm, on a break from class. I'd be playing it on my lunch breaks at work. I'd be playing it, and I beat that in like like th- three four days. I yeah. did, I just ran through it. And I, yeah, if, for those that don't know, it's like a. A Metroidvania style game, but just you're just digging through the mines, mm. and you and you resurface to like replenish to to give trade in like the the, the minerals and stuff you pick up, um, but then you just dive back in. And I didn't think I'd like the aesthetic. Like I saw it, and I was like, I don't know, but I keep hearing about it. It's like so good. I was like, ah, fuck it. It's like fifteen bucks, and I'm I don't regret it. So you're digging yourself into a hole. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> real life. You're in. <laughs> so like in the the. the the cool thing about that game is the fact that like um the the design of the environment it's 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 just this this block that mm-hmm. you build downward into so you kind of like design the environment as you dig through yeah so like uh, a thing I enjoyed about this and the original one too is the fact that like you're digging through but you always have to keep in mind like what's gonna be the easiest way to get back up out yeah of here? yeah because like, I can't dig myself too deep or else I won't be able to like get out yeah. easily or go in the sunken place. Oh man, yeah. See, and th- there's no <laughs> coming back from that one. You know no. what I mean? But like, 
that's a game too that um I liked the original one a lot on when it came out on 3DS and I was playing this one and at first I was like this kind of feels like the exact same thing I'm mm. kind of like starting to like get burnt out on it having played the original one but as you go on you unlock like equipment like a grappling hook yeah I just unlocked that yeah and like a jetpack at some point oh that, shit that makes like traversal a lot more fun than than the original yeah it feels like a metroid game where you're just like unlocking these abilities and it makes the traversing of old areas interesting again and while exploring new areas yeah man um and then lastly i very eagerly was uh hoping to see it before this we we talked Mm. but i saw the disaster artist nice oh Oh, hi mark oh man tommy is is your best friend he's the he's the best did you read the book i have not and now i I want to i have not (laughs) So there's a book called The Disaster Artist. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's written by Greg uh, Cicero, the the friend of Tommy who's in the film and yeah. who's in his film, The Room, um, who plays his friend. Gotcha. And um, man, I to those that haven't seen The Room, I I know that like people are like interested in seeing this movie, but they're like, oh, should I see The Room first? Should I see it after? I, I personally think each one will have a unique experience to it because you'll go if you've seen the room you'll go in with like the high, the, the knowledge of like oh you know this is what it ends up being and then if you haven't seen the room i feel like you'll be intrigued enough by this whole film to see it and i was the more i listened to people talking about it the more i was like i just i'm i'm excited for this because it's so unique it's like james franco directed it so he's directing a movie where he's playing a, a man who's directing a movie and apparently he while he was on set he directed it he stayed in character so people got confused like is he is he talking to people on set as Tommy or is he talking to us to like get shit done like for the movie movie and um a lot of people i guess wanted to be attached like there's all sorts of cast members like small bits big bits whatever but like it it was it seemed like a, a passion project for a lot of people and like they talk about it and they're like this movie like they don't you you don't hear people talk to as much about like the the what won the Oscars eight years ago mm-hmm. as much as people talk about this movie mm-hmm. and the mystique around the the person Tommy not just the characters in the movie it's like uh, it's nice. What's crazy is at Comic Cons you would always see yeah. it. now it's going to be really crazy to meet. Him. I think like, for a bit. It's yeah. going to be like for the next two, three years, it's going to be insane. Because I would see him and I would just look at the his billboard and I'm like, hmm, okay. He's, <laughs> he's here. Cool, cool. I never went, walked up to him, but I always saw him at like WonderCon. I'm yeah, like, yeah. good for him. He's he's out here selling merch and now that merch is going to be... Oh, the, he still does showings. He's going to be... I mean, it'll be past when this episode goes, but this weekend he's in LA oh, doing man. his showings again. He always does them. He's finally making profit off of it. Oh, nice. He like spent... Fuck tons of money. No one knows where he comes up with this money. And he somehow afforded all of it himself. And he's finally in a profit with it. With how many times in the merch and everything. It's like, damn. And I was worried because I knew it was going to make fun of it. Or like, it's a humor. It's not going to be like this drama entirely. But it skates a fine line of being humorous while not making fun of. It's like, Mm. it's... It shows a bit of endearment and sincerity to it while still showing the the craziness of it. That is the madness of Tommy Wiseau. And they're in a movie together. 
best friends. Best yeah. Some people have been yeah. saying it's actually good. It looks good. The trailer and looks I, good. And I really want to see it now. That, that's not on brand with him, though, you know? Like, he's supposed to make bad films only. Like, this is not <laughs> this evolution of him as an artist. Well, is what was crazy was he didn't make, like, you see movies like Sharknado and, and uh, you know, all the, those types of movies. They go in with the intention of being a bad movie, mm-hmm. super cheesy over time. He, like, genuinely was like, <laughs> I, he, so. When he releases in theaters, he held it in that theater for two weeks, and it cost him a fortune in order to qualify to be nominated for whatever the, the awards wow. were that year. The Academy Awards. Because he yeah. was like, "This is my vision," and and he was very proud. He had he thought he had a like a passion project on his hands, and then what it ended up turning with, and like he rolled with it. He just kind of was like, "All right, this is." And I guess like it, when you, when you see interviews with him and stuff. He he just kind of was like that was my plan all along. Like he's, <laughs> that's his personality. So like people never know like was it or was it like I don't know. And that's fun. I I find that as part of the fun of it. It's like this. It's interesting. It's like this little you know unique thing in in all of Hollywood. But I I recommend it if anyone's interested. He's got to be in the next Star Wars <laughs> petition. He's he wants to be. He wants to be. Uh, do you guys want to jump into the topics? So uh, we're right now. If for those that are listening, you might hear. Uh, we'll we'll probably mention the next one. We're doing two episodes back to back, so you might hear us together. But we're gonna do one right now where we kind of recap everything. There was eventful weekend, mm-hmm. and then we'll do another one where it's you know it's it's a different topic which yeah. we'll get into. But um, with that, uh, where should we start, Vegas? Uh, VG Video Game Awards. Let's do it. VGAs. The I Game like Awards. It. Let's do it. I don't, I don't know how you want to start it. I just, what are your thoughts? Like now, now that we've gone through it, what are your thoughts? Let's so let's go through like it's you, getting I, more packed. Yeah. So like the the attendance of it, uh, the awards, like we predicted them when we went. It was the very first time. It, it was, was dead. Of, it, it was almost <laughs> embarrassing. Like they they would shoot crowd shots on cameras yeah. in a very specific angle yeah. to make it look packed. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like half empty. Last year was the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jang and I went and uh, the whole left <laughs> side was just empty. So they always made sure any shots were facing either the stage mm-hmm. or the corner crowd that they packed everyone into. Yeah, yeah. And um, this year, really, and really full. This year we well, made it into the show <laughs> this this they, they year this. Like, I, I i haven't this is my first year oh okay but it was still wasn't extremely packed no no, no it he wasn't was supposed to go with us but um he it was it was really packed this year uh, no sorry opposite it wasn't very packed this year I, i'm sure it was more than comparatively than yeah the other. but for you you went um, with no and we still I believe in the previous years they would move people up to kind of fill up a, a certain area that they they might want to take a shot of. I think the, this year was more that effort was like tenfold. Yeah, they really worked on this effort. This one they had what was called seat fillers. So yeah, they were, my seat was when, taken. <laughs> when you went to the restroom, they wanted to fill that seat. Yeah, he just right went a, to the restroom right away. Just like it was um, insane. Our friends at the restroom. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. But so, what did you think? Um, aside from that. So aside from that, I. I He's doing a good job. Um, Jeff Keighley? Jeff, yeah. He's he's working really well on it. Um the Dorito It still <laughs> it still needs it still needs some work. And obviously like that's that's a, a huge thing to take on. It's going to need sponsors. It's going to need so some of them were kind of cheesy. Sure. But um <laughs> it, it I think I, it worked out well. Like it looked wonderful. It looked like a legit like I felt like I was at the Oscars or something, yeah? you know, like it, the Speaking stage, of the Oscars. Everything. <laughs> Fuck. It's the Oscars. <laughs> Um, yeah, the guy from uh, A Way Out, the, yeah. the, the, uh, 
is he the he's creator? The, the, the developer. Developer yeah, the, the and, and voice actor in it. Um, yeah, he was, uh, I think he was a little drunk coming off of an airplane and... Uh, Just got that charisma, and bro. And he had that charisma and he's like, you know... <laughs> Time to shine. Yeah, pretty much. He, he, show, he, yeah. he, he did shine. He did shine. Um, what did you think, Jay? It was cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think about the trailers. The one trailer that got me was Death Stranding. Fuck. And uh, from software, whatever they're teasing, Bloodborne yeah. too. Hopefully, yeah. A lot of people. So I was listening. People are saying they have some properties that they haven't done anything with in mm-hmm. a long time, and it might be some of those. Like, yeah. there's a ninja one called like Tenshu. 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 Yeah, yeah. That it might be that, or it might mm-hmm. be something. So who knows? Um, any thoughts about just like the show running, like the overall show? We we can get into like the categories and the the reveals um, after. I, just I liked get it. Broad. The musical performance wasn't as strong as previous years. The but orchestra was cool. Orchestra was, was okay. Fucking... I think as a whole it was better. Uh-huh. But I think, and there was no one performance that blew me away. Last mm. year, inconsistent, <laughs> but that one Doom performance that they had was legit. Like they got the crew that made the Doom's music. Yeah, yeah with this one, I mean, they had Phoenix play. Yeah. I wasn't that great. Yeah. I, I liked, honestly, I liked the orchestra more yeah. than like Phoenix. Yeah. You know, they were doing like as the game, like the final, the game of the year came out. All of their like yeah, songs every, modified. All the all the the nominated songs, yeah, and it, that was that was really cool that yeah. they were playing like, and it was modified. That cello player and the flute player were fucking going. <laughs> yeah, the Damn cello, and then yeah, and then you can see the flute guys just just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> his <laughs> afro was just like yeah. waving around. Um, so presentation I thought was good flow. It didn't. I I never felt like I, we I like. Can we just go already? Like that that never came across me. Like oh okay, we're just chilling. We're, the times where we were chilling, I was reacting with you guys. Like oh my god, can you like what does that mean? And like this you know this reveal, this game came out. Some of the games I wish. This is another issue I think that they have to tackle. There, it's an ongoing struggle. Like struggle, like you were saying, Vargas, mm-hmm. is. How do they manage the promotion and the, the the sponsorship with the game awards? Because a lot of the awards, because they're doing it as a show, so there was commercials and there was you know whatever, and uh, they would cut away. But they would come back and be like, "By the way, these three awards that we had, these are the winners." Like just like kind of like at a glance, they weren't even they didn't have a chance to shine. Yeah, and it it was a bummer because the one after seeing the ones that did get a chance to speak, I wanted everyone to get their moment yeah. in, the, in the spotlight yeah. because some of those ones, I, it felt like a really heartfelt moment. And I, because of their speeches and because of their moments made me interested in the, in whatever I, they I were. I wonder if they cut time, like, cause they, they, they need that time slot for certain televisions or something. Oh, absolutely. That, you know, and they have to keep it short or else they have to pay more to, exactly. you know, that pays, more when they say the f word on screen. So. <laughs> I mean, it's it's on Twitch, YouTube. It's on like the streaming <laughs> services. So. Um, and then, uh, well, I had something else to say. And I completely forgot about the awards. The... Um, it was something. Um, you had you had said like you. Um, sometimes you were just kind of taking it in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sometimes you didn't have a reaction while you were on camera. (laughs) Yeah. So these people, like, we got really good seats this year. Last year, Jang and I went and we were like double letters. So really far back. We could have gone closer, but like they had guards everywhere. And this year we were like, no, single letters. And Vargas, you were like, no, no, no. I think it's we're double. They're like, no, no, no. 
move on down. Like with the security guy, I was like, no, you guys are closer. To the point where like Neil Druckmann, mm-hmm. the, the one of the guys for like uh, two, the, the Naughty Dog was like right there. Two guys in front of us, I swear, were I couldn't figure out what they were from, but I think they were EA or DICE or something. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. couldn't put it on. Like they were a developer of something. So when they were talking shit on EA, these guys like, fuck. <laughs> Weren't the Edith Finch yeah. people like... Oh yeah, yeah they were because like, right, when like, they were accepting their award, yeah, uh, yeah the the what um, what remains of either the Finch? By the way. Huh? I need to play that game. Yeah, it looks good. Um, the, you could see us in the background <laughs> when they were shooting that, and then yeah. So speaking of that, they had, they had these camera guys coming around, and they would just randomly just kneel and just get reaction shots of like members of the crowd. This is just right after the yeah. Breath of the Wild motorcycle got so announced. So they come up yeah. and they're watching they kneel right in front of me. I'm wearing my Nintendo shirt. And they literally like they're like five maybe a foot in away from my face and just recording. And I'm like I don't they don't say anything to me. They don't prompt me. They just sit and everyone's like fuck yeah the motorcycle. And I'm just sitting there like I don't like I don't look in the camera. Don't do anything for like attention. Like don't be an idiot. Just like sm- keep smiling. Just keep smiling. And meanwhile, everyone's re- like, re- and they're blocking my view to the thing. So I'm trying to look past them, and I forget to like clap. Like everyone's clapping. So like when we got home, uh, I go back and try to find this part because I was like maybe I'm in there. And literally, like I see it. Like oh, the people that created that Breath of the Wild, they just announced their DLC. They're on stage now. Cut to audience. Everyone's clapping. I'm just sitting there like. Like, eh, <laughs> like mild. It looks with like I'm mildly shirt. unimpressed with an Nintendo. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> got lost in the sauce, man. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the reason they took that shot is because you had the Nintendo the shirt. Yeah. I really yeah. do think. I know. I I felt that way too. But I was like, fuck. I wish they just like, hey, Reggie, we're about to record you. Is that Reggie's cool? Like, that's why he didn't want to take the photo with me later. I went up to him. He's like, we're, we got an urgent place to go to. He's like, oh, I remember right. this motherfucker. <laughs> no Not gonna clap to... for Zelda, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Um. All right, let's get into maybe like the awards, like what we thought won. Uh, any any particular surprises or standouts for you guys? Versus what did win or um or speeches? Let's say I, that the Hellblade one. Damn, that one did didn't win anything, right? No, no, Hellblade it, it uh, won Senua's uh, voice soul. actor. Oh, that's right. No, motion no, I'm sorry. Cap- yeah, performance right. and the, the chick <coughs> is the one I was thinking about. The the motion capture one. Yeah, the motion capture. So, Andy Circus. Just presenting the award, and yeah. then she was just like fan. Yeah, she was fangirling like crazy. <clears throat> she it's she's never done like she's not an actress. She's never done this, and so here she is winning an award for being an actress, and it's you know being delivered by an actor that she admires. So was, she was she was pioneer in like this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And what was crazy was like I I don't think a, like the reaction from the audience. I don't think a lot of people knew that she had never done it. So she first thing she goes up, she's like. I, I do video production for this company. We didn't have we didn't have a motion so person. They chose me. So I yeah, we, we went with me and now I just won this award. That's crazy. She was like shaking visibly yeah. and like she ha- first half of her like acceptance was like fangirling over Andy Circus. <laughs> I thought she was in a faint. Like she was yeah. walking and you can see her hands just shaking. I was like, she's about to drop right now. But she like right held now. it and Fuck, man. Like, that was, like, a genuine, like, holy fuck. Like, uh, that's yeah. awesome for you right there. Yeah. So, I actually ended up picking that game up. I haven't played it yet, but I have it on Steam right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play that on my on my PS4. I, and they, they also got an award. I forget what other award they won, but it was for the game. And they had talked about, like, 
the amount of there was a lot of uh, discussion within the game about uh, mental disorders. Yeah, and so they 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 had done a lot of research <clears throat> with uh, people that have mental disorders, people that study mental disorders, people that work with people with mental. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm like, this is really cool. Like, it both does great for you. You, you guys made a great game. This girl did such a great job, and then um, it raises awareness for you know these these issues and these concerns that we deal with in, in you know in, with our family and friends and close ones. So yeah. I was like. This is this is a real moment. Like it's not just like a Gillette, you know, like razor man moment. Yeah. It's like like those moments make allow for these sorts of moments to happen. So yeah, cool. I, so I I enjoyed the small games that yeah. were winning. Like that was something really cool for them to get recognition. And they they were um they were talking about it. Like they were saying like you know so happy like with the Edis um. Whatever happened to Edith? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that's uh, the sequel. <laughs> whatever the whatever. Where happened. is Edith? I don't know the name of it. But yeah, yeah. They were, you know, they're like, we're just such a small group. Like this is amazing to get recognition. And, you know, everyone that was nominated, I, I, I want you guys to check them out. Yeah, like, they were supporting each other. That was really cool. I yeah, like that, that a lot. Jing, did you have any like standouts? Game of the Year surprised me. I thought Odyssey won because they gave everyone hats. The hat? Oh, yeah. And the, the song was the longest. So I was like, oh, shit. I think Odyssey won Game of the Year. But Luckily, I, I'm glad they didn't reveal it like that because I was worried. I was like, man, this is going to be anticlimactic for yeah, the people yeah. that are in the show. But it turned out it was just for the musical performance leading up to. They wanted everyone to like really have a cool Mario Odyssey sort of moment when that song came out. I wish they had like a thing for the trending gamer. They just announced a winner. They didn't. Yeah, which that was the thing is that was when I first really paid attention to this award show was mm-hmm. two years ago or three years, two years ago. Greg Miller. Greg Miller winning. Yeah. That was the first time I was introduced to kind of funny. That was the first time I th- I really paid attention to the game awards, and that was the first time I really looked past the game for like the makers of these games and the stuff. And I was oh, like, wow. I want I like the Hellblade, the motion capture lady. That was the the moment for me this year, but. Wasn't the Oscar thing? That was fun, <laughs> man. That was a magical moment. <laughs> so, Roberto, did you watch this, or did you watch like clips after or read stuff? I saw clips afterwards. I was. Can you get a little closer? To yeah, that? yeah. Okay. I was in a screening for Star Wars while it was happening, so I was Deesh. like, I can do one or the this other. Guy. I'm doing one thing. <laughs> yeah, here. yeah. Fuck the but Oscars. I, 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 <laughs> fuck the Oscars. But I, I, I got home and the first thing that um that I. So I got out of the theater and my phone had like blown up from from texts of saying like the expansion is out now. Oh, like all like, the, the, the game shit. reveals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I went home immediately and just got the expansion, downloaded it, haven't started it yet. Yeah, I was shit. just like on fucking Zelda things. Motocross. Yeah, man, they added a motorcycle to the game with like a chainsaw <laughs> on the front of it. I was like, what so my the buddy heck? has started playing already. He, this guy, he's like, if there's ever a Zelda player, he is the guy. Mm. No, uh, my friend Tom, he he did the. Um, the uh, what's his name? That not uh, not Ang, um, the uncle or the 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 uh, fuck. Tenzin. Tenzin, Tenzin, yes, Tenzin, JJ Jameson. Um, <laughs> so he, he does the Tenzin cosplay so well. Anyway, so he's like my the Zelda guy. Like he's put <clears throat> over three hundred hours in this game. Oof. Every just plays Damn. the fuck out of it. He's awesome. Like he knows everything in and out. So anyway, he I was asking him like, how is it? And he's like, there's a weapon, and it's it's been advertised now. Uh, you get a weapon and the cool gameplay mechanic with it is it's a one hit kill. Whoa. Anything it touches kills. But when you have it equipped, anything that touches you instantly oh, kills you. Oh, I like that. So like a, a bat that just flutters by, dead. I'm just going like to land on a Lionel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ganon. <laughs> I don't know exactly the details besides that because I know Master Sword is like 
you can use it infinitely against divine things, but then you have to have the time cooldown with non-divine. But that alone was just like intriguing. And then there's mm. a little bit more story and, and treasures and shrines. They added more yeah, shrines. Yeah, they added more crazy. shrines too. One, so one, damn, this game that keeps on giving. Yeah, man. That's... They're like, just in case you were, you wanted to get your vote in a little bit before <laughs> the game of the year, here's more reason. It's Shit. out now. Here's more of the best game yeah. of all time. You know, here yeah. you go. Enjoy. I mean, any one of those games, like, I feel like could have taken it and I wouldn't feel bad. I would have just been like, yeah, sure. I, like there's Persona. There was all. I just wish Nier had the game. Yeah, the year, dude, you know? I, I wish. <laughs> I wish they had swapped Horizon for Nier, and then really? would have been a good. Li- I, I'm not too hot on Horizon. This is weird. I'm not hot on Horizon, but I planned Horizon. I don't know how that hmm. works. Like it's so, so. The analogy would be: say you've never had a car in your life, and somebody gave you like a 1999 Camry. Okay. Here's, here's a car. You're like, oh my god, the car! You know, I can drive everywhere. It's got cup holders, amazing. Then a week later, someone gives you a Tesla. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, there's no going back. That's what happened with Horizon. I, I was playing Horizon for like a week, and then Breath of the Wild came out, Ooh. and it like soiled Horizon. For, I went back to Horizon, just like this is not I, what it was before. I know there's similarities in just the the way that like it's open world and everything, but it to me is such a different game. Like. Story, yeah. like I look at it, I was surprised. I di- I didn't go into Horizon for the story, but I can't. I came out of it. I'm like, I love the aesthetic. I love the robo dinosaurs, but the story was really badass. Yeah, and like as it, as it went on, and you found out what the what the <laughs> subtitle was. I'll just say that you find out. Some what of the, us haven't what, played all these games. <laughs> you find out what the subtitle means. <laughs> nice save, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I, I I almost went all in right there, baby. You you you, you stop the juggernaut from going part two. <laughs> Heavy Rain Part Two. <laughs> yes, let's let's just make sure right now we preface this: no spoilers for any of these games f- endings. Okay. I think the only one. Are you, are you okay if we talk about Nier, Jang? Yeah. Oh my god. Because we'll we'll get into Nier, but I just I've finish got some your feelings thought. on Nier, all right? But okay. when they when they go into what the subtitle just the, Zero Dawn was, sure. I was like, this is not the direction I thought this yeah. was going to go. This is actually really, it was a, it was really a pleasant good. surprise. Yeah. yeah. But that, that that was like the only thing I kept that kept me going i i i know that vargas was talking about how he he tried to platinum that game as quickly as possible because he felt he, he was trying to get burnt out on it mm-hmm. i knew exactly what you meant by like by the end of it i was just like i had a few trophies left and i was just like i don't i'm not enjoying this game i'm not enjoying this video game anymore like it to me it wasn't so much i wasn't enjoying it. like I, I went for the platinum too i got it it was more i am playing this for it's it's like when you're playing Monster Hunter and you're carrying somebody. I mean, you guys maybe might relate to this. You're doing quests that you're like, this is going to be easy. It's just like going through the motions, but you love the world you're in. That's how I felt. I was like, I'm going through the mo. I'm like, I've done this a hundred times. I don't need. I take like eight of these monsters down. Whatever. I'll fine. I'll do it. But that that you want you were you, that time of year this year was so fresh of content. It was like an explosion of just yeah great games. Um, yeah, that was. I'm. I still haven't played the Fro- Frozen Wilds, but I've been hearing good things. Okay. See, so they they announced that, and I was like, "That's like the last thing I want." M- more Horizon. I'm. I, really? I just, yeah. I, I'm. I, it's I'm more done. stories. So that was like my pull. Oh, I was like, okay, it's not okay. just like jumping back in the world. So that's where I'm. I'm. I'm enticed. I've had a few friends telling me like, you know, it's 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 a healthy chunk of content. So I was like, mm. these guys like say this new game in a whole new genre. Sort of like Naughty Dog when they first jumped into Uncharted. And then on top of that, 
they do a DLC that's a good show. Oh, and by the way, their engine is going to be used for Kojima's. <laughs> that was I think story. they were saying nine months for the DLC. Like they mm. said, as soon as they yeah. dropped Horizon, boom, just started Straight to working work, on yeah. it. Chilling, dude. And God of War and guy was like, like Roberto was saying, like I, at that moment, I did feel burnt out because I had already started playing um, Zelda. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't. Like when I was playing, it's like I don't want to play this. I want yeah. to play something else. I want to play Zelda. I still hadn't gotten my fix on that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to go through this because as soon as I drop it, I don't think I'm ever going to pick it back up again. And I feel bad. So I bought the expansion, and I'm I'm holding on that. Like when I have time, I'm going to play it nice and slow. You know what's funny is right savor it right after they drop their expansion. Zelda drops their expansion. These fools are just like Reggie's just sitting there like toying. I've been waiting. It's time again, motherfucker. Stream snipers. <laughs> um, Man. Yeah, it's ironic, huh? Um, but what, what was I going to Oh, so I did the same thing. I, my mentali- mentality was I need to play Horizon now because I know there's a finite point with it. I'm not going to be in this world like I've heard Zelda will have me when, when it came out. And I was glad I did that because if I did it the other way around, I don't know when I'd get to Horizon. And so... I agree to that extent, but I enjoyed my time with it. It's like Beast Wars and Monster Hunter to me. Like those two was like, oh fuck. But um, uh, that that Death Stranding though, like that, ooh, that was. Let's uh, talk about this first. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, that was, how long did it take you to process what you just <laughs> watched? I I felt like see like this is the when art works in this level. It's a thing that I I enjoy a lot. Like uh. Um, I'm blanking on his name. The guy who created Twin Peaks, David Lynch. David Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I watched the third season of <clears throat> Twin Peaks, and there's like I won't say what it is, but this episode seven of mm-hmm. season three of this Twin is the Peaks. new season, yeah, like years later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the okay. one that like that aired like a few months ago. Yeah, okay. But that episode, I was just like. It was that same style of just like things went off the rails in a way that I was never anticipating. Crazy so I was just train. like, it was an hour of TV that I do not know how it exists. I don't know how someone that gave David Lynch money to film a show about <laughs> Twin Peaks, he he gave them the script for this episode and they were like, okay, yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Do it. Red light, go nuts. green light, go. I was just like, what? The? Like, I can't believe it was on there. So that stuff like that, when you see something that, you know makes sense in mm-hmm. some way, but you don't know how it makes sense or like how like what it all means in the moment. Like that's a thing that like demands conversation, it demands dissection. Have this you was... seen interviews with Norman Reedus about Kojima? No. He was saying like Kojima will tell him to do do this. He'll do it butt naked, you know, doing this. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what he's asking me to do, but like he explained it to him. He's like, dude, this man's a fucking genius. This man's a really? fucking yeah. genius. Like it'll all make sense at the end, he says. Well, like, man, during that, I was just <laughs> it. Every time I thought I had like reached this, like, okay, now we're going into something familiar or not normal, but just something grounded. It just takes it and just takes me to the next level. Like, 
the whole baby thing. Like all of a sudden, okay, we're gonna go into his mouth. All of a sudden, it's gonna be some like <laughs> segue to the next scene. Nope, it's a segue to a baby in his stomach. All I remember is after that, you were like, you were just overloaded with information. Like that finished, and then like all these other news started happening, and you're just like, they're kind of like, I'm assuming you were still wondering on what the fuck he had just seen when he was in the water. You and see Cthulhu, like what the? Fuck? <laughs> you see some weird. Yeah, like, the thing. giant thing uh, that like was above like that swimming. exploded. Like, that. the fuck? But that wasn't the same thing as the the like the human body that had all the tentacles. Which one are you talking about? I thought that's what you were talking about. I'm talking about the drowning. No, no. So once <laughs> once the explosion happens and he is in the water, is in the water. It shows the whale. It shows like things su- getting sucked up, and then it shows like a, a creature that just. Oh, and it doesn't look like the same. It doesn't look like the same. It's Cthulhu, Bloodborne. Oh, it's Bloodborne three. Damn. Yeah, that just, I mean, I'm excited. I, I, I like, I got to say, I like the way that he's, because he's been saying, like, you're playing the game right now with these trailers and trying to dice, decipher Christ. them and everything. And people have been watching him and watching him simultaneously. There's, like, a lot of parallels or transitions between the frames of these trailers that he releases later. It's like, damn, the level of, like detail in there it's it reminds me of alan moore's watchman mm. to some degree mm. with like the 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 parallel chapter and stuff yeah, like that yeah, where it's like it takes yeah. the art form and it, it turns it on its end um he did that interview with uh, ign after and we were talking about it before you know, at dinner um of how he is approaching game over and what, what did you say roberto he was talking about how how he he's re-approaching the 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 kill the concept of a kill screen in a video game because mm-hmm. that was a thing that was created in order for a person to pump in more money into an arcade machine since that was like the first form of a video game you know mm-hmm. so in this day and age when we don't pay per life in a game anymore there's no reason for that to, to really exist it's an archaic sort of game design it's exactly. kind of it ironic because he's like known for the most famous game over screen and then he would even like Mess with those too, with the in, in, in part two, Metal Gear, the <laughs> fission mailed with the with the like corner of the screen. So yeah, he's always been kind of messing with this concept of like he's a troll, the man. end of yeah, man. He he just he just he likes the, to like poke and prod with like yeah. mess around with the with video games as like an art medium. Yeah, what, I what love that. It's like he, he he just yeah, it's that, just a playground. That like r- that. Reminds me too of when Super Mario Odyssey was about to come out. Uh, the team be- behind it, where they made the announcement that there wasn't any game over screens in, in, in that game. Like mm-hmm. that game will, like you will never run out of lives in mm-hmm. that game. And they were asking them, like, why? Like, why is that a thing? And they were, well, like that just gets in the way. You yeah. know, like at the end of the day, you die, you're out of lives, you click continue, and you get five more, and you're right back to where you started. So that whole process of having to like stop playing to like click an okay button to go back to playing like there's no point for that anymore Mm -hmm. like people say there's like a sense of failure and seeing that screen and being like oh i failed and this is like my chance to think about how i can improve but Mm -hmm. like you don't need that time you look like you you need that time on blood i'm not we'll see like that that was gonna be be my my uh my 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 frame of reference bloodborne and monster hunter when you die it's you not think about it yeah like you get sent back into the world and all your work has been erased so yeah <clears> you you have to do that all over again but it's not 
there's no game over screen. There's no button like you continue on and you learn from that yeah. death. You know what I mean? Like you know why you died and how to combat that in the future. So it's always like it feels like it's you're constantly continuing yeah. never being told you failed right and starting back from like a, a point before that happened you're always like evolving in some way so that's that's the thing too that like i i don't know if it'll feel like that in death stranding like i don't I'm know curious. if will yeah. feel like that you know because they were saying like you will die but there will be times where you die and you'll go to instead of going to a death screen reverting back in time time will continue and you'll just proceed through it in another way, like through another realm wake in the up, water world. or Wake what? up and smell oranges. Oh, NBO yeah. on top of that. <laughs> so just uh, in the sunken place. <laughs> but yeah, it was he, gnarly. He also talked about like when you're in, the, in that zone, when you're like in, in the water, yeah. you'll see your gear and equipment like oh, shit. floating. Yeah. So you have to go and explore and like swim and like recapture I'm all that so, stuff. It's weird because he said everything's connected to, you're connected to everyone that's Yeah, playing. the idea. Oh, really? Yeah, everything yeah. is connected or something. Yeah, he, well, he's he like, the, the game is going to play with the idea of connection. Like he did an interview at um, something in Australia. I forget which one it was, but he was talking about like, the, my focus in the themes that are running through this is the connections people share, the connections things have. Like game mechanics has always been like an attack, a, like a, a input and an output. And he wants – I'm paraphrasing. I'm losing a lot here. But he wants there to be – he wants to play with the idea of like the thought of a game mechanic revolving around rope or like tethering oh, tethering right. things. That. and. And like when we saw the first trailer with Mad Mickelson, you see like all these tethers attaching to him, and how is that incorporated into the game, and how is that, what does that mean, and all? I just, they they, <laughs> they say it's gonna make sense. I just I I want to see it. It feels like the people that were saying like we're gonna explain the, the cloud monster and lost. It's like oh. okay, I'll believe it when I see it, you know, sort of thing. But but see, I mean, like, he's 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 no he's never let me down at least. Like yeah. as crazy as the plot got for. <laughs> metal gear <laughs> like with four he did wrap it all up like that he did like tie up, wrap it up yeah in like a neat bow it was all nano machines that was his like answer to everything but it was still like an answer Some, yeah. you know and it all like fit and it tied together and that's like that's why i i have faith in him because okay. he he made the plot for my favorite video game it's metal gear solid 2 he made that plot thinking that was going to be his last one so he had no intention of tying any of that up. And at the end, at, <laughs> at the end of that game, like you're kind of fighting the game itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of that game, the characters in this video game turn on you, the player, yeah. and reclaim their independence and tell you like, this is a game. Yeah. Like, you have your own life. Like go out and live that life. <laughs> so he took this meta commentary ending that like ties to you and your life as a player and like kind of forced that to fit back into this like video game world and i was like again see like when he came up with the uh, with the prospect of finishing the story in four i was like there's no there's no there's no fucking way like there's no way it's gonna be too sloppy there's Does it. too much in kobe the and yeah and and he fucking kobe did so when i see all the, all of this like i hear people talking about how like oh I'm, I'm nervous like it's gonna be nonsensical it's gonna be it's like really out there and i'm like dude like this man has done the impossible okay like i i've got not a concern i'm seeing it and i'm he's, enjoying the ride he's the grant morrison gonna... of uh of video he's games. a vampire man he's yeah, 50 he's, years old and <laughs> he looks young as fuck young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude he but looks like college students stuff. after that what else there was uh was there any other game trailers that there was uh firewatch or oh in the valley of god 
Oh, yeah. That yeah. looks good. I was like, holy shit. It looks good. I don't know what um, what to think about it because I saw the trailer and I thought there was going to be like, you mentioned it, time travel. Mm-hmm. I thought the moment everything lined yeah. up, it was going to be like in the future, same kind of scenario, like they're lining uh. something up and it moves on from there. I'm like, oh, that, that's fucking sick. But it just ends it there and it turns into fo- like old school photos yeah. and they're like, yeah. Like- so I was, I was reading into IGN. They did some like after coverage sort of stuff and they were saying um, it's two people that were, uh, they made some documentaries yeah. and then they had a fail, like they had a big failure. And so this is their sort of like last chance to like make, you know, get into the film industry. And so they go on this excursion to make a film in Egypt in like the early times of filmmaking. So I think they take like, and they play around with similar mechanics as Firewatch. So like in Firewatch, you could have snap photos. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you, it was like a side thing. But I think in this one, the filmmaking is incorporated into the gameplay. Yeah, and yeah. then maybe they'll have something where it's like you can see your film roll. Your B roll and all that stuff. After. There's gonna be like moments that you have to capture, sure. like like this one. They're trying to rush to where the sun's and it yeah. goes so you can get that perfect shot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you don't get it, you'll see like a either the sun above or the sun below, and like it won't give you as many points as it did. I want to see the Casey Neistat playthrough, <laughs> <laughs> just like boost boarding through the, the the architecture and stuff. Um, aside from that one, I'm trying to think of what other. Well, Breath of the Wild was cool. The motorcycle. Yeah, that was Holy normal. That was shit. fucking. When they but said someone, tonight, someone that wasn't was just impressed. I know, like <laughs> there's no, no. It's just like end of December or like before oh, the shit. end of the year, and it's just like there's no date, no date, no date. Here it is, boom. Yeah. Drop the mic. Um, Bayonetta three. Oh, that was a Bayonetta when they one, were doing two. one and two. That was gnarly. But then when they did three, I was like, is this Smash? Are they about to announce fucking Smash? Because they were showing some action scenes. I was like, I don't know what this is. And then they did the. The three is like, oh, uh, okay, cool, cool. And, and Switch exclusive, too. Like, yeah. that is a... That that's is a big... A, yeah. That's a get gotta, right there. I got to get a Switch. Oh, yo, it's man. it's the on, best buddy. time, bro. Yeah, dude, this is... I got Skyrim on there. I got Revelations on there. I, I'm uh, waiting for the next model. I'm kidding. I just got to say it's the best time. It's the most wonderful time of the year to get a Switch. Three bills? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the discount. And so... at. Overall, let's let's go to go on to the other topics because we, we have a hell, a hell of a lot to say about the, some of the other yeah, stuff. But um, and thoughts on P- VGAs? Where do you where do you see it? Yeah, PS. Um, <laughs> overall, like thumbs up, thumbs down. Enjoyed it. And where what would you like to see next year? I'd go again, but not pay those high prices. I would I would, I would rather buy it with the PSX combo. The PSX combo would have given like a ten dollar discount, wouldn't it? Oh, it's only ten bucks, and never mind. I think it, was, it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a much. huge. It was like discount. instead of fifty, a ticket. The it was seats 40. we got yeah. were fucking good, though. I love those I, seats. I, I couldn't complain. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, if we would have gotten the other ones, they would have just pushed them forward. But the seats we got for free was even better. I remember because because <laughs> that was they had us act as feet. Uh, seat fillers after a while, so uh, we were like in, moving in the middle, we like and we got pushed. To, we sat behind Ed Boon. Yeah, what? I remember that. Mortal yeah, Kombat, man. bro. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, man. We sat and, nice. and Greg Miller too. He was like a few rows ahead of us. Yeah. That was the year he won the the, uh, the trending. Nice, nice. Trending I got gamer. to talk to him again. Oh, really? It got to the point. So this is funny. Over this whole weekend, I had run into him at least three times. <laughs> One time intentionally, I went up and talked to him. I was like, "Hey, Greg." That's Karosh from Karoshamania. Like I sent, <laughs> I sent the kind of funny people like a WrestleMania invitation to like, hey, if you're in the Orange County area, feel free to come. My, I wanted, I'm doing a like a WrestleMania party. Oh, okay. And 
He's like, we're not going to be able to go, but I want, he shouted it out on his uh, oh, talk really? show. And I cool. sent it to one of the other members. Like, he was the wrestling big guy, but I kind of extended the invitation to everyone. But I, I've been, I talk a lot with this, with Cool Greg. He's, he's a chill dude. Um, he's been really cool, and he does a lot of their, like, un- behind-the-scenes stuff on their set. And I love talking to wrestling with him. And uh, I, I told Greg this. I was like, hey, I don't, I don't know what your guys is, like, rules or parameters are but is it okay if i contact him and if he's available or interested can would he, would it be okay if i like reach out and maybe talk to him or do we do like a recorded discussion or something because i just want to talk wrestling with him more than anything yeah um and after the andy weir interview i was like i want to do this more and more and get better at it and just you know have cool cool casts and i was like well, who's cooler than cool greg <laughs> <laughs> good point good point and that's why he, that's why he's on the show right now and the next episode <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was the first time and I got to say hi and that was at the game awards. It was like, have fun. So the next day was the first day of PSX and I'm, I get there early. I park and I'm walking over and just, he's crossing the street and I just see him and it's his, him and the crew. So it's like him, his wife and two of his, uh, colleagues and they, he sees me. He's like, Oh, Hey again. I was like, Hey dude, (laughs) we gotta stop running into each other like this. I was like, did you have a good time? We, we end up walking like alongside each other. I'm like. I don't know. Like, I was kind of nervous a little bit. I was like, should I like slow walk to like let them go ahead and not bother them? Or should I just walk with them? I was like, fuck it. Just walk and st- until he says something. I don't want to bother him. Yeah. So then I just start listening to them talking like, oh, you, like it was just casual. It was like, you guys, I, I haven't been watching that show. Like, sort of like how we talked after an episode. Was like, did you, did you see the latest? I was like, no, nah, I fell out of that show or this and that. He's like, well, it gets good later. And, and it was just weird. And then. Another time later, I ran into him. I was like, I, I didn't even really make an effort. I was like, okay, he's just let him do his thing. Like, <laughs> one one ready. Well, it was just like let, I want let other people like have their like because a lot of people were really excited to see him. I'm like, I don't want to take that time from other people. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. I got my fair share of time with him, and he, I like, I love seeing him. It's always good to say hi, and I feel like the first two times, I was like, it's cool. Like he's a cool guy. The way he approaches community stuff is very cool. So power to him wanted to support that so um yeah so saw him um you saw dr you guys saw dr disrespect yeah. you got a shout out and fucking I had the him. best photo ever taken <laughs> sorry about that is, no, he, that's all is he tall are you sure yeah he's dr. tall Disres- as a mother jesus Christ. he's always in character he never breaks character even on stream like there's like rare occasions he just seems like he gets calmer like that's mm-hmm. the best way like that's how he doesn't break character but keeps it going Seems like he just just gets calm. He's a like, caricature yeah, of people who take video games too seriously, mm-hmm. and then he just takes it like overboard. Yeah. How was that for you? Like, it's cool. You got I to mean, chat with him a little. Yeah, or no? It's kind of weird because. Yeah, because uh, after, the but like situation. in the moment, like how did it feel then? It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, we talked for a uh, bit. I was like the face of Twitch. He's like, "God damn, it's sexy." Like, <laughs> um, he's too good, man. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, did you guys anyone else like significant? At VGAs, nah. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously we saw a bunch of people there. I, we didn't meet any. I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I. I saw people else. from afar, which is kind of cool. Jokeman. Yeah, we saw from far. Um, what's his name? Uh, Troy Baker saw him because oh, yeah, he was yeah. heading and he saw he was sitting with Neil Druckmann. <laughs> it was just gnarly sitting that close. Like this to me was cooler or as cool as like Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was like Oscars. all these people are dressed up. All they need is like the circle tables and like so. You guys want to segue into like a little bit of PSX? Yes. Oh wait, we never. Okay, sorry. Backtrack. We never went. Let's quickly go around. 
What would you like to see next year of VGA? Chang. I don't know. It, it, I think it was good. I, I like the way it was. Just keep yeah. it keep, keep it, it as it is. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, so how you said like they 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 shot smaller trophies or smaller awards mm-hmm. really quickly. I think they should show that to us during the commercials, mm. and show that obviously during streaming, and then cut those into small segments for the TV. Like okay. this is what you miss, kind of thing. Mm. And that's more TV wise, yeah, obviously. Yeah. For I like it to that help idea. Out. That's a good idea. Um, other than that, I mean, it was great. I just it would have been cool if it was completely packed. Obviously, like everyone passionate there, you know, showing. I if I felt gypped because of the seat fillers. I feel like those. I mean, those seat fillers. They're people that are passionate about what they're there too. Like they signed up for it, or I don't know if they paid a ticket or anything at all. But obviously, like someone comes seeing up to that. them and like, yeah, seeing them like when you went to the restroom and like <laughs> they immediately covered your seat. I was like, these guys are savages. Yeah, replace yeah. replace a guy that didn't clap. <laughs> Get his Nintendo shirt. <laughs> Looks exactly like me. Replace him. <laughs> like he comes in and he's like, hey guys, I'm Kroosh. I was like, no, you're not. And then they get rid of me. Like, <laughs> he knows too much. <laughs> it was weird because like when he took your seat, I was like, oh wait, someone's sitting there. He's like, oh yeah, I know. I was like, what the? <laughs> this is like, Wow. What about I'm you, Roberto? Okay. From, from what you heard and saw, I, what would you say? I feel like uh, from... What it sounds like the 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 thing that had the most impact was seeing people who had a role behind these scenes of games. Like mm-hmm. it'd be cool to, to have those people gain more recognition, like uh, mm-hmm. like more um, I don't know, like producers or, or programmers or sure, because like a lot of the people that that win the awards are people that are are. The face of a company, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like the the the, the head director, or, or something. yeah, yeah. But it'd be cool to see to like have people get awarded for the actual work that, like, because a game is fun. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's not up to the director of the game. That's up to like the person that was coding the aiming mechanics or the all the fine physics details or something. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Like it'd be cool to get some recognition that way and like they kind of already do that by awarding that like a icon award you know what mm, i mean like sure. they, they i remember the year that we went they gave the award to like the creator of uh the like point and click adventure genre for from some old old company it was a uh, sierra yeah, yeah yeah like they brought that chick back who had retired like 10 years ago saying like you made an impact on on, on the industry like mm-hmm. here's an award Thank you for your work. I was like, mm. oh, fuck, that's actually really, really fucking Yeah, cool, that was you know? really cool. Educational and raises awareness. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it'd be cool to see them honor, like, uh, things from the past that, like, paved the way. To, yeah. To, to, I feel to like they're, they're, they're hitting on that. Maybe yeah. do a little bit more. Marcus, you got a thought? Yeah, I have to jump in and say, like, they did something similar to that. They had uh, awarded uh, a woman who... It was like a lifetime award. It was a lifetime award, oh, really? and it was a lady who she made a game for the Atari. Yeah, back in the yeah back in the Atari yeah. days, and she was one of the only women. She was the only female uh, game creator, and she she obviously designed everything that that you see in the game, coded everything that you see in the game, and she just did it because they told her to make a game. You know, she didn't do it because she was passionate. And it blew up. It was like one of everyone's favorites games at on the time on the Atari 600. Yeah. It's one of the first games that sold over one million copies of that game yeah. at the time. 
So yeah, we gave her a life. They, or we, <laughs> we, we did game the awards. DLC, you know, was very honored to like. Present <laughs> I handed that it to her. No, the uh, game awards uh, handed her a, a lifetime achievement award, and it was cool because they showed like a small video of of how everything happened. They showed footage of like the game of, of her. Yeah, of her like. Uh, concept art that she still had and then the, and then she was actually and i didn't think she was going to be at the place she was actually there so they brought her up on stage and it, and it was really cool hearing her say like if you're passionate about this just start just start doing it now you know like and yeah. that was really cool she's like you have everything on your fingertips you got the internet yeah she kept saying like how vastly different it was with sure. vr ar she- every r <laughs> Yeah, I, that was awesome, and it sounds much like the the point and click Sierra thing. Yeah, I, I kind of want to take for like I I love all like all three of these ideas are exactly what I would say. I would be like keep it how it is because I love those moments, the speech moments, but I want more of them. So I think Vargas, your solution is a great way of like solving that. And then I love exactly what you were saying, Roberto, of like those moments where it's like paying respects, and this is the time when like the teams and like the people that don't get their mo- like what exactly what got me into this was the the trending award game greg miller died. he thanked like one developer because it's like each one of those types of developers that <clears throat> makes these games um maybe a cool thing they could do uh, to further do that is, and also keep the sponsoring going is maybe some of the sponsorships are from ea and from uh, activision where they do a behind the scenes sort of thing with like here's our team and we just want to thank you guys for enjoying our game or something like maybe all the game of the year nominees gets gets to do a short little skit of like their teams yeah and like shed some light on their team like the way bethesda did their opening oh my god that was fucking awesome at e3 fuck Oh, the E3? The yeah, that was the family, the, the kids. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. The one they had this year was also, I I know it's it, they're kind of like trying to, to a degree take advantage of because they were like, we got games out, buy our games. You know, it's like <laughs> plug, but it was a clever way of doing that plug where they had like Linda Carter come on <sighs> and she was like, we have a concern in our society of like single player games are dying and they're not. We have them. And it's like all of Doom, or Bethesda's catalog. Evil Within, Wolfenstein, Doom, Skyrim, Dishonored, like all their games. Like you don't need like games as a service or microtransactions. You know all these (laughs) things that have been buzzwords lately, and people have shit on. They like chimed in on that, and I love that. And I love also those moments, both the magical ones and the funny ones. Like the yeah, the 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 guy from A Way Out to all the way to the the stuff with uh, Hell Hellblade. Um, Just have uh, him become a correspondent. Yeah. So fuck the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, overall, I, I'm excited for more. I wouldn't mind if you guys would be down to do the. I, I want to go again, but I wouldn't mind to get those seats again. That was fucking awesome. I'll I'll make sure to fucking hoot and holler every guy. I'll be like a pro wrestling match. Um, but yeah. So that started the week. Then let's go into PSX. What'd you guys think of this? Uh, three hour wait line was uh, not Don't. worth it. <laughs> Go to well, the I'm merch a, line first. I'm gonna start with the keynote. Is meh? Really? For me, yeah. What? What? What made it? What were your expectations? You got a free what, shirt thought, out of it, dude. What I thought the they were. <laughs> I thought they were gonna showcase something crazy, but Paris happened before, so all the crazy stuff was already showcased. Yeah. So you had gone in with a bit of a higher. Last year, PSX they <sighs> announced Last of Us Two. They Vita games, everything. Yeah. You know, I. I liked it because it, it felt personal when yeah. uh, when like Hideo came out to talk about Death Stranding 
and he started talking about the small stuff like you know yeah. the the strands like that that means like connection mm-hmm. and he even like personalized he's like like when i met um the mark guy well it was andrew first oh, andrew right, house right, right, yeah and he's like through andrew i met mark cerny and through mark cerny i met games gorilla games mm-hmm. and through gorilla games i got the engine the engine and through the engine like i've done everything he's like everything's connected you know and that's what this <laughs> game is about i was like that's cool like this is something i've heard straight from him like i was there in person and obviously people that watch the stream are gonna are gonna know too sure. but it was like it felt it personalized cool yeah it was a really cool thing for me so i i, I liked it in a sense and then i got a free shirt I'm I'm appreciative. All right, Jang. And the door. <laughs> Man, the door. <laughs> Fucking Sean, dude. Some guy was like, "Did you guys like it?" And some guys like, "No." The guys like, "The door is out there." Damn, for the real. Fucking PSX. Sean, yeah. Sean, the the head of the he's the new head of uh, like PlayStation. You know, all all PlayStation conglomerate. Sean or Shane. Sean. What the? Okay. Sean something. I forgot. It was weird because he's always in a suit. He always has a beard, but he looked young as fuck. He had to fully <laughs> shave it. For me, I I agree. Last year, way more reveals. But I knew this that be, that's because they didn't do anything at the Tokyo one. So mm-hmm. I was like, this has got to be their... This is their last stop of the year. They have to do something if they're going to do something. And that's where they dropped Last of Us. That's where they dropped all these like indie games, small games crash you know all that stuff just everything like it covered last year was like whoa that was gnarly i like this one a lot for very different reasons much like vargas i was like huh the merch (laughs) we'll we'll get into the merch in a second man god damn it (laughs) but we're sporting it yeah we're i goddamn will be sporting this i fucking spent forever in that one um I love the presentation because it felt like all of their prior stuff their e3 presentation past presentations these last few years symphonies orchestra very majestic and magical and mythical this one was like a fucking rock concert like they've they had a really cool set where like the lights all kind of like bled into all the screens they had a fuck ton of couches the the seating was much was much nicer than last yeah. year last mm-hmm. year was in the convention center and that show was packed yeah but like last year like they had it where it was part, like where the, the where cup. the merch area was yeah. this year mm. was they kind of just put up like uh, imagine gymnasium seats yeah 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 in a in a giant like basketball court like a high school basketball court and you just kind of crammed into there and if it was full you were outside where a projector was playing i thought they got more people into this one because they had it in the sports section where there was like a theater and then that's where they ended up doing all their panels so I liked that. I liked the presentation. I liked, like what you said, uh, Vargas, how they had Kojima. And also how they had all these other heads of the games. They had the head of God of War. They had the head of Gorilla. They had the head of uh, Detroit Gone. Or Detroit Gone being Human? human? Being. Be, being Human. Yeah, Being Human. Yeah. Um, the the head of uh, Dreams and then a number of heads of PlayStation itself. And just having a, a dialogue, I know it was a bit scripted, but at the same time, like I felt on on this PlayStation side, I felt like the the game de- the developers and the found and the creators were a little bit more like off the cuff sort of. One thing I didn't like. What's up? Is the goddamn audience yelling like fucking crazy? Oh, that's the internet like, culture. It's man. like heckling. It's like a stand up. I yeah, always hate it like, when that dude, happens. I would rather have them like get you know like just point and then the fucking security guard just comes <laughs> and. Vaporizes them. Release the Kraken. No, they just they they have their PSNs tied to them, so they find out what number they are. They delete their PSN. Damn. 
Bant. Bant. Or like it's just one platinum for every. (laughs) It's just like the thing is they're talking and some guy yells out and they like stop and they're like, uh, uh, uh. And then it encourages more. Oh, is he making a joke about something and someone else yells something? And it's like, fuck, dude. Like you guys just spent five minutes doing nothing. I think that happened more when uh, they did sort of the after presentation because Mm -hmm. after the main stuff, they had all these guests come on. They had some not really reveals, but more just like gameplay things but like i think yeah. some of the yelling's good not like the troll no no no, no. i think like when they when it's like yeah like enthusiastic uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah well, and that's, just like, that's like a group yell but yeah when these individuals are yelling to try to get them their voice out there it's like dude nine out of ten times not not yeah. good internet culture yeah i think it's just yeah stand up medieval <laughs> yeah that's, that's the only thing i heard about there was actually like well it wasn't any reveals that, like, it was more just like hey this is a consumer show Come enjoy all these games we have coming out to you. I so. wished they showcased Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 7, or Red Dead Redemption 2. Nothing. So Red Dead, uh, I feel like they're holding it close to the chest. Yeah. This would have been a good place for it, but yeah. I think the stuff that was dis- we just discussed about Death Stranding would have been cool if that dialogue was had on stage. Maybe mm-hmm. IGN would have done it. if they. But I think PlayStation kind of wanted to curate it a certain way. I don't know. Um, I liked the dreams stuff like mm-hmm. i thought dreams was just going to be sort of like no man's sky there's not really a game it's more of like here's a, a a tool like they were showcasing like a very cool adobe photoshop but it feels like they've gotten a game to kind of sample it and then the and then they just offer the tool and i've been reading more about it and it's, blow, it's blowing my mind like you can record audio so like your mic <laughs> you can just start recording shit and it'll uh-huh, encode in game you can collab with you can take other people you don't have to create anything you could just keep taking other people's shit and putting it in your game and and create something and then when you make it whenever you release it it'll credit everyone who was who's has their I, assets tied i'm going to make a Death Stranding video and did you like it? Did you like it? It's this loop. Did you like it? Did you like it? Did you like it? I want to make the room the game. (laughs) It's like a it's like a telltale game. What exactly do you make in this game? Is it like videos? Is it like everything? Interactive stuff? I think it's like little big planet. You make levels and you can make a level, you can make a show. Some people can make music. You can make movies, you can make they literally just give you content and stuff to create, and you can literally make an interactive game. You can make like just a full action game. You can like a side scroller. Someone was a saying they joked that they were like, "Yeah, we can make Death Stranding in in dreams <laughs> or whatever." Like that, they were joking. <laughs> but like some people were saying, like they'll have uh, music prepped. So if their musicians can have music going as you walk towards a path, you cool. you, you unlock further parts and then you make a music video and then release that out there. Wow. Fucker big anything. The game was made like everything that was in the game that's available to play was made using the game itself. It's it's crazy, but it's cool that PlayStation has been working with this developer such so much so that like take your time. We we see magic here and yeah. we, we see your vision and we're willing to work with you. Like that's what that's the sense I got with all the games. It's like Except God of War. They were hounding his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Two years. Fuck. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I feel the reason why Sony is so okay with it is because Little Big Planet one, two, and I think three came out. Um, all all those obviously made money, and then there was the cosmetic microtransactions, oh which was huge I at the time. 
Like you, you bought like oh, really? yeah, you could buy Metal costumes. Gear costumes for your costumes. puppet. Oh shit! You could buy, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was it was insane amount of I stuff you could buy. So much. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure Dreams is gonna be very similar. They're gonna there's gonna be a Purchase. bunch of purchasable content. I think it'll be cool to be able to like follow creators. It's like, hey, here are the top you know creators in Dreams, and then you could just like follow their their stuff and just curate and like make your you play their stuff or like yeah you don't have to cr- be the creator side you could just be like i want to see what the best levels people are making are and that's exactly how it worked in uh in, the, in little bit planet yeah. i just want like, maker too i think oh yeah that's right you like subscribe to a channel and yeah. it's just like like a, a feed drip of, of, of content i uh when little big planet first came out i was super intrigued by the by the um creation tools yeah and i was like dude i'm gonna go all in on this like i'm gonna make levels blah blah blah. first day i got it and i did the tutorial and like it was like an hour and a half damn by the end of it i was like i forgot the first like (laughs) 30 minutes of what you need like a training program i'll see next Uh, week in class so after i was like this dream is dead like i'm not i'm not gonna make i'm not gonna and they heard you like we gotta keep the dream (laughs) alive that's it. So Dream. I, I'm I'm hoping they fine tune how you create things. Okay. So that I can like at least somewhat dabble with it. You know, like I doubt I doubt I'll make things from scratch, but it'll be cool to like take existing content mm. and like fine modify tune it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I think that's the way. Like the the really don't like courageous people will go in like balls deep and everything. But I think then it'll encourage everyone to be like, I'll take his and I'll just tweak it or I'll take mm. this. I'll, I'll I'll change that movie line into my movie line. Be like, "Hey, Mark," and then it'll be like, "Knock down." And I think just... I think they're gonna make it intuitive. I think it's gonna be intuitive to where you don't even need a tutorial. Like, it just makes sense. Yeah. You know, like you can create this yeah. here. You can create that there. You know, pick up an object from somewhere and and stick it in this this level that you want to do. I think it's gonna be very intuitive where the tutorial is just gonna be like, "This is how you open just the menus that you yeah. need." That's it. Hundred percent. I would. I hope that's the case. Um, they also said it's Dual Shock, so you can play with Dual Shock. You can play with the move controllers, and you can do VR. So I was like, hmm. "Damn! Like you got all your bases covered." This is. I, I think crazy. all of those sound please awesome. Please play our video game, please. Um, aside from that, the Greg Miller stuff. I think it started good. Like when he was talking to Sean, <laughs> I I thought it was good and brief. But when it went after to like Shuhei, it was interesting. But it felt like a. It felt, it felt like, like an interroga- interrogation session. So when is uh, Last of Us Two coming out? He's getting. He's trying well, to. Get, I, I mean, it. PlayStation's I been at this place where they're trying to get. Like they don't have release dates for anything. It's just like Windows. So. But the, you know, I don't the, have a problem with. They, it, but they I know kept it's pushing the idea. They're like, we don't want to give you a, a release date. We have to push yeah. back, and that makes sense to 100%. me. Hundred percent. And honestly, I've never found an issue with release dates. Like, just don't. If you don't have one, don't give me one. I rather fine with no. Me. I rather th- even if they gave one out, if they push it back, if they make take, a better game, yeah, take your time. Dude. It, that's where they get the biggest shit for. Like people are going to be like, "You fucking told me December. Why do I got to wait till March now?" Well, yeah. The other thing they were in in the same vein is that they're like, you know how hard it is to refund pre-orders and then redo pre-orders. <laughs> like it's a nightmare. So he's like, "We're just not doing that at all." Like, yeah. And I agree. Take your time. <clears throat> Especially now, especially after in a post twenty seventeen world where there's so many goddamn amazing games that came out this year, no one should be worried about a new game. Like it should all just be like, fine, I'll take another. I got a back catalog, man. I just like this year. I've got stuff shrink wrapped still, like unopened. That's like <laughs> on Mac my two, shelf, baby. just like <laughs> forever shrink wrapped that one. Right? <laughs> Mac two. Um, 
I'll, okay, let's jump into the actual like expo. That first day <laughs> went straight to the merch line. Yeah, oh, so that we, was we. Our thought process was: we get rid of the merch line, we handle everything else. So you know, after going in line, after the 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 th- place opening up, we went straight to the merch line. Three hours later, we bought what we wanted, got out, Felt did two to- fucking things. It was the fucking worst thing. Versus TwitchCon merch line. TwitchCon, it was the same weight, but why was TwitchCon merch line enjoyable? They had like, they had Firefox. Firefox was like controlling the line. They had a comedian guy a comedian. or like a commenter guy playing a roulette game. Giving free shit. And yeah, so he'd, he'd, he'd ask questions. He'd be like, what was um, the best game of like 1998 What's or whatever? What's my favorite game of all time? Or yeah, stuff like that. Okay. And and he would... But he was funny too. Yeah. And so it just made the line very And he was cool. having people... He was like, tweet out um, hashtag Twitch, hashtag Firefox. And like, you know, I'll pick someone out. And he picks some people out. They go up there. And then there is a guy who was like, has a fucking yo-yo. And he's like, can you do... Uh, this trick, he's like, yeah. He's like, I got two yo-yos. Everyone's like, do it, do it. And he like starts doing two yo-yo tricks. It was like insane. And but everyone, it was entertaining. And we're just in line. All of a yeah. sudden, like next thing we know, we're like in front of the line. We're like, oh, cool. Let's start turning to oh go inside. I would have taken anything to yeah. fucking distract me from that one. This is painful. And like halfway through, you're just like, I can't not be in this line anymore because I've waited this long. And then by the time you can make it another half hour in, you're like, I can't not buy anything. That was the worst part. Like at some point I felt like I should just leave. But then I was like, I'm so far in this line right now. Like people would pay me to get in my position right now. And it says at the end of the day, there was no line. Yeah. Like there was no line. I'm yeah. Eight or nine. It was never again. Was completed then. Never again. Uh, you know, for next time, you know? Yeah. Never again. That was, if it was even worse for me because that was my only day. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I originally, w- I was like, all right. I got it's done. Whatever this day was, whatever it was, tomorrow going balls out, playing every goddamn game I could get my hands on, and then I wasn't able to make it for family reasons. Um, everything's fine now, but it was yeah, it was, I was bummed out on a number of reasons. Damn. Um, okay. But Monster Hunter, I'll say this much: Monster oh. Hunter on Saturday that was fun it because was. so we wait in this line, and the beta had come out the same weekend, so we were like torn. Like we had friends that were like. You were saying it, Jane. You were like, I wish I was home streaming. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and then the friends were like, I wish I was a PS <laughs> trying to some of these demos. And it was like a bittersweet moment. Yeah. But the cool thing was they had the same demo available at Monster Hunter, um, at PSX, except they had one extra uh, difficulty. It was like the Elder Dragon difficulty. And it was with the flagship monster, Nier Gigante, I think I'm saying. Nier Gigante. That's how I say it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roberto just said near Automata as a joke. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that fight. Um, near Gigante. So, so the guy was really cool. He gave us some heads up. Yeah, we so did not play any of the difficulty wise. It was beginner, uh, intermediate, hard, and then yeah, near Gigante hard. was ultra hard. Is how this guy kind of pronounced it, or yeah. h- how he uh, uh, <clears throat> gave it to us. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we came up to him. It was three of us. And we're like, we want to do the, the the hardest one. He's like, do you guys have a fourth? We're like, we're only three. He's like, do you guys want to pick up a fourth? We're like, yeah, but we want a professional guy. We don't want a newbie. He's like, I'll walk, go through the line and ask everyone if they're individual and if they played the game before, like it, previous games. And we we found someone. So, yeah, and he's t- giving us tips. He's like, it's an Elder Dragon. Traps don't work. Traps don't work. You know, certain things don't work on Elder Dragons. Um, and all this stuff. And I wish I had played the game before, obviously. Oh, so badly. There's, so there's like 
there's cats that can trap monsters for you. There's environmental stuff. You can drop rocks on fucking mm-hmm. monsters. You know, like I learned. I didn't how, know about these. I learned things. how to use the goddamn darts when I got finally. Home. Yeah. yeah, I didn't use them either. No one, none of us used the darts. I tried using it. And I, I tried. I just kept equipping, unequipping. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the biggest issues. Is you have to equip it first before yeah. you can use then, it because you have a slinger already. I, don't, yeah. I wasted five minutes trying to change my equipment. It's like how do you change your equipment? Yeah, and that's how do you change your it, equipment. So some of that's with when you start the level. So the timer's already going. We were so one of the reasons we were worried about having the fourth, whether or not we should even have it, it'll be an advantage or disadvantage. Is typically there's three cards for those not familiar with Monster, you, you can die three times as a total amount, net total of three kills or carts, as they as you say in the game. Uh, and so, when you're when we're fighting this ultra hard thing, we're like, will, will the fourth one just keep dying and then just wipe us? Because if you get the carts before the time limit, then it's just game over. Um, and we're already at a disadvantage because we were under the impression that it was 20 minutes because all the other uh, beta uh, diff- uh, matchups were 20 minutes long uh, because it's beta. It's normally like 40 to 50 minutes per hunt. But because they were like, oh, you know, A, it's a beta and B also there where you got this line. What we didn't know until after was that the ultra hard is at 15 minutes. So we had even five. We had five minutes less than even others did. Yeah. And people were afraid of like, I don't want to waste my demo time that I waited like half an hour, hour in line, finding something that's going to annihilate me and I have to like, I play for two minutes. Just kind of want to set that part aside from what he had mentioned. That was one thing he, that we, that was a concern of ours and we learned. Um, and then, uh, what's it called? Um, uh so the guy then was he got cocky. He was like, "You're not. You guys aren't gonna." <laughs> like he was like, "No one's beat him at all today." And if he's like, "I'm so confident," he told himself, "Vargas is I'm so confident you guys won't win that you guys can have a free copy of the game if you can beat him." And then we were telling him like, "We're all going great sword. Like let's, let's fucking wreck this fool." Um, and we were, that was the one I think because we hadn't played any of the demo or anything of this monster underworld. We're like, I feel most comfortable with that weapon. Just knowing how it is, and it's very reliable, very not very uh, elaborate, complex like a charge blade would be. Yeah, Even yeah. though the charge blade has it, is a much many of its advantages. Um, so we go into the fight, and it was just like, yeah, you were trying to figure out your weapon situation. I was trying to figure out a fucking like switch between gear, and like I was accidentally click wheeling shit. <laughs> oh and, yeah, that was. And the fourth guy was cool too. He was like, "Ow, oh, I'm comfortable with with great uh, great sword." And so we're all sitting around, two on each side. Um, you had a crowd on your guys' side because you were you were on the side where there was like spectators. Mm-hmm. Um, and this fool, man, he was he was some like that was a fun fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what happened, it was gnarly. Like it came. I think he was limping. Was he limping? Um, we got in the limp. We broke off. We broke a horn and we broke a tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Props, Jang. And you fucking worked that yeah, tail. Ninety percent. I mean, it's good enough, I guess. But you didn't get the cutting kit. Cutting. <laughs> cutting no, that's the so worst, man. Didn't matter. You didn't get the kill. <laughs> um, yeah. So honestly, those five extra minutes would have been I worthwhile. Think, you, yeah. We could have eaten. We didn't even know that. Oh yeah. We could have eaten. God damn it. <laughs> there was so much. <sighs> like, if we per. Paralyzed him. I think as long as we paralyzed him, I think we would have had him because yeah. he was. It felt so close. Like I had a gut feeling. It's like just like four more, five more hits, and we got it. They changed a greatsword combo. Some yeah. Holy I, shit! I, they, they, you do some because there was a combo that would do triple charge, slap, slap. and then do another. Yeah, yeah, that is gone. Yeah, that is. They gone. have this thing now where it's like a triple charge, a different charge, and then you do like a, a 
barrel yeah, roll. You have to like shoulder charge. Yeah. That circle. And then you got to hit back plus circle. And then, yeah, it's yeah. different. It used to be forward plus triangle. Yeah. Now it's back <laughs> plus circle. I was. I, oh God, that's, that's why they knew you we were gonna win. We changed the combos like yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, it was pretty fun. That was that was a good, I think, palate cleanser after the merch line for me. I was like, damn, this this feels good. I felt like if we had our our fourth player, we could have got. You it. know what? That Reddit. I'm thinking about it. What if it was Bojan? Because he hit us up. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm here in line. Do you guys want to come I'll, in?" I'll look at what. So yeah, well, he I, uses the same username as his PSN. It wasn't oh. what he's normally. It would have been in the demo. Namasi. I'm I'm talking about the the near Gigante kill. There was one on Sunday. Yeah, so on Reddit, I I was reading yeah, up on his, people's experiences. He it wasn't his username. Yeah, that he so it was, oh, I see what you're saying. So someone had posted. Oh God. Because I, I I got an invite on Switch from Namasi. Like, Who the fuck is this? Decline. I didn't know it was Bojan. Damn it! All hey, right. Vargas though, dude. Some guy was cutting in line. He's like, uh, oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. So we were at the Capcom, like waiting for Monster Hunter, and it's this guy split. he came out of nowhere and like started well, talking to like the girl who controls the line. Before that, with with Jang, he ran off. Oh, that's right. So he sees a, a, a streamer. He does like Street Fighter. He does Bloodborne. He's Max. big on Bloodborne. Yeah, Max. Like Maximilian. Max Gazillion. Yeah. And so he runs off. He's like, I'm going to take a quick photo with him. Say hi. I was like, okay. And we're about to the point where the line where the big chunk of it was gone. And then there's a small chunk in the front. And the lady was like, how many is in your group? Come ahead. Like three, oh, two. Shit. And that's when they called us ahead. And Jang was away. So we're like. Someone else go. Like, let, let's get the next group ahead of us. Originally, though, I had said three of us, but then Vargas was like, no, no, no. They, it's, this is going to fuck shit up. She's so like, let's play a conservative. Wait for, for Jang. Let's let the next part. I was like, okay, that's smart. Um, so we let the next group go. And then we're waiting now. And I apologize to the lady for, for causing that confusion. And then Jang comes back. And then... And then, so this guy comes out of nowhere because the line's broken. Like, so they can there's pa- passage people can pass by, and this guy comes up to the girl, starts talking to him. She points to our side, yeah. and he like looks around like confused, <laughs> and he just walks up to in front of us and just starts standing there, and so like makes a little bit of conversation with us. And I'm thinking like he'll leave eventually, probably. <laughs> and you know he keeps staying there, he keeps looking around. And I was talking to you guys. I'm like, I gotta say something, yeah. And I'm like, dude, like this is the front of the line. You gotta go to the back. And the guy's like, uh, I, I work here. And I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, uh, what's up? Yeah, he had a calculator. I don't. To me, like, I didn't, I didn't realize. Like, I knew he was Capcom. Like, I saw him speak to the girl, but I didn't pay much attention. I was like, whatever. They maybe they want to like prevent the confusion that I kind of caused. They're like, let's keep a person on both yeah. ends. And then we're just waiting for a little bit longer. And all of a sudden, I, I hear you start talking. I'm like, who's he talking to? I'm like, oh, he's talking to this guy. <laughs> and then Jake and I look at each other. I was like, I think, is he joking? <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. And then the guy's like, yeah. I'm I like, can have a Capcom layer too, man. <laughs> no, it is know. a valid concern because it, it happens all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny that like his reaction and then your reaction after. Yeah, he's like, like, is this guy serious? Yeah, like he looked around and I noticed him. I'm like, this guy's not gonna that get away with funny. this. I'm like, God. He was Damn. cool. He was cool though. And then he like recommended you go to get uh, Frank's big package. It was like a giant. Uh, like, I I think con. he felt bad. Like yeah. he was like, I should help this guy. He's like, big package. You want to get yeah. it? And I was like, ah, nah, I'm good. And he's like, you can carry your shit. I was like, yeah, this is a good idea. And I went to go get it. God. Damn. Yeah, it was fun. And then we, I was just like trying to, because the, th- the other thing is, I, this is one thing I wanted to do was 
they have that app with PSX and <laughs> it's it it has pros and cons. Like last year what they did, they had it where you log like there's badges you get. For every demo you try, there's a holographic card you can get and you can collect almost all of them or all of them. I don't know how you can collect all, but they make it so that they're each booth, each game that's available after you play it or experience it, they give you the card of their game. So we got the monster in a card. We got oh shit, you got the damn. I'm jealous. Um, you get cards for everything. So even the merch line had a fucking card. That, that was like my proudest fuck? card. Um, but uh, I, there's there's incentives. So it's like if you play certain games, Sorry. you get like a PSN theme. Yeah. yeah, these are pretty cool. You missed out. So remember know, that, that commercial where the guy's like, oh, you choose your destiny. Yeah, yeah. They're, they have that room in there. And that's what? where you get eight of the scanning like it shows showcases weapons. There's like weapons for Bloodborne. Oh, Keyblade cool. and like yeah. So there's like you can get a bronze trophy just for like attending. <laughs> then you can get there's a way to get a silver trophy. It's like oh attend a panel, do this gold trophy, and then platinum trophy. It's like do twenty different booths or experiences, um, and a bunch of a couple. Of, it's like a multiple. It's a multi part quest, and it's kind of makes it gives you a kind of a through line for what to experience with the convention mm. or not yeah the expo convention yeah, whatever yeah. it's like i'm already going to do these things but this is giving me sort of like a progression system to do it and i liked that when i went last year and i was hoping to do it this year and i you know that merch line and then the sunday <laughs> thing i was like fuck me whatever i got the monster Hunter card i got the merch card Two hardest card <laughs> there should have been a special monster Hunter card if you beat in there got there oh, it's like shit Here's the <coughs> platinum trophy. Yeah, yeah. the, the G rank card. <laughs> but how was Sunday for you guys? Or how was the rest of Saturday and Sunday? The panel was cool. The last of us panel? Yeah. I that was cool. I feel like it lasted because it was awkward. Like they had uh, a YouTuber, Hannah Hart. Yeah. She um, was the moderator. She was a moderator. Okay. Drunk kitchen. And they oh, she was really and, and she's literally like they they just let me do this. They didn't like screen my questions. They literally said you can ask whatever you want. That's cool. And she she says she's a huge fan. She's like, I've never played any other game. Last of Us, my most favorite game, only game I played. To be honest with you, I set a really high standard for myself. <laughs> um, and then she starts asking like, so release date? When when is the release date? And and the guy obviously Neil's like, I, uh, you know, he like can't say anything. He's like, all right, I, I understand. I can, you can't say anything. Okay. And then she's like, but can you tell me? When the release date is like, oh, and so it, it, like, I don't know. I she, I what, feel like because we were at the the the, the what was it the, the front show the presentation yeah. the keynote they done, ran that joke with Greg Miller so much that's like all right it's dry yeah. this hard. But the thing is Hannah Hart she didn't they didn't have to screen her questions so she's asking these questions and I think you can tell Hannah's like fuck like these are really difficult questions. Uh. And she she's a really good moderator. I think she like that's a really good job for her. If she can get like a job like that, that's awesome. She does really well. But it was that moment where it's like, fuck. The only questions I have are like questions that I don't think he can answer. Oh. So he would she would like repeat the same questions to like other people. Like, how was it acting in this? Okay. Like two of them get were brand new. Yeah, two of them were brand new. Like actor, motion capture, voice voice people. They were this is the first time doing dabbing. So those like that. three characters in that trailer, the. Paris trailer, the wing clip one. I yeah. think they're main characters in in this game, upcoming game. They awesome. play a big part. Awesome. Well, because they were they were in there that they were yeah, being interviewed know. like in that from that. That's awesome. And so she'd ask those, and then it was it just I felt very awkward because she kept asking these questions that Neil's like 
I can't like uh, hands tied. Yeah, mouth. you know. We do know that it's fifty to sixty percent done. <laughs> That's speculation. He could be 49 percent. He just didn't, you know, didn't hey, know how to. Still, last twenty percent is weighted. <laughs> still further than God Awarding. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. But uh, we're making the whole game in dreams. After after we did that panel, what else did we do? We did well, something. I went else. to the signing. You went to the signing. I went to. I went to just grab as many freaking scans as I could. I was like, Good man. I'm you, not going to do this shit tomorrow. So, if you got a scan, I could scan off of his phone. Well, he's talking about the cards. The if cards. you scan the cards, you can scan the card off your own phone. Like, yeah. you can scan... A picture? Yeah, the yeah, picture. Because yeah. I can open it's it up scannable. and it shows a full yeah. scan. What? So, you can scan all those at least. Yeah. But you won't get, obviously, we doing the physical like cards. switching, like, scans. Yeah, trade, like, so, like, there was... We were in line at the PlayStation Store, which is the, the, the whole experience thing. Yeah. And there's a guy who's like, I need one more card to 100% everything. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. He's like, can I scan these? He's like, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't figure that out until the, the very end. Like, the line was fucking long. And not as long as three hours. And Which line was long? The, the PlayStation weapons. The oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But by, by the time we were, like, almost at the front door, we finally started talking to everyone around us. And this guy's like, yeah, I have almost all of them. He's like, I just need two more. The Call of Duty one and this one. I was like, I had the Call of Duty one. So I was like, here, dude, scan it. He's like, cool. I was like, can I scan yours? He's like, yeah. Scanning, go back, scanning, go back, scanning, go back. And then they're like, all right, you guys are up. I was like, fuck, dude, I got, like, only a handful. Damn. This guy had all he, needed, like, <laughs> all he needed it. was, um, what did he need? What was the last one he needed? I don't know. I don't remember what the last one he needed, but I, I, no one had it there. Oh, God. But I was like, that's, that's the only one I would have needed after if Damn. I would have scanned all those. But That's still good Lego. <laughs> I, I got a few scans. But obviously, those aren't the physical cards, right. but I have some physical cards, too. So that's cool. 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 Yeah. Sunday? How was it for you guys? Sunday, my feet were already hurting. <laughs> Monster uh, Hunter signing. We did the Monster Hunter signing. That one was cool because I... I went there first. Like I was there, and then um, I was was what I got really pissed off on. I was in line talking to you, and I was like the that second Capcom person. guy came back, <laughs> and I was the second person there. And so I'm talking to you, trying to explain to you where I'm at. And the guy's like, "I need to scan your thing, or else I'm gonna have to kick you out." It's like I need to scan your. I was like, "Fuck, man!" And so I just like immediately just hung up with you and went to the scan thing. He's like, "That's all you had to do, man." I was like, "You fucking piece of shit, dude!" Like, wait That's a little, second, dude. Yeah. Wait a second, you know, like. Anyways, um, and then yeah, I was like third in line or whatever. Got the got got the. I had found my whole poster, so I got the whole uh, yeah, monster chart. Long poster. The monster chart. Nice. I got nice. that one signed. Get that poster. <sighs> I got to find a hundred dollar frame first, you know, custom frame. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been in the same struggle. I haven't found a good frame for it yet. So. And then um, we did that, and what else did we do that day? And we walked around. Oh, I met a like a. We um, took pictures. And I, I met an old friend. Yeah. Uh, and we took friends. <laughs> Jerk part two. I don't want to talk about the story unless you want to. Anyways, um, <laughs> well, I I, I confused him with another friend, and so he he brings up. He's like, first you try to kick out this cop cam employee out of a line, and now you confuse your friend with some other guy. I was like, damn, I'm not that messed up. <laughs> um, we did that. We did I mean, a- To be fair, <laughs> it was a long fucking week. Like yeah. <clears throat> VGA. Wednesday, Andy Weir. <laughs> Thursday, VGA. Friday, PSX Keto. Saturday, fucking merch line. Yeah, we Sunday, did a lot. Jesus Christ. Good thing I took all the days off. Um, <laughs> and then right after after we, after we did the Capcom line, I, or the Monster Hunter, I met that friend. And then from there, we went to this uh, Spider-Man taking a picture thing where it, you jump in the air and they take a picture. What? 180. Greg Miller. Yeah. And, um, DLC skin. <laughs> yeah, with his shirt off. He, got, he did that one. But... 
so it's funny. Like we went in line to do that, and it was me and, and Jang who did the picture. And I guess the machine started messing up, and so it started like placing other people's pictures within like the the series of pictures it takes oh. of just you. But we, ours came out funny. It's it's us in the picture, and then it's like this guy who was in front of us that we make, became friends with, who had a, a flash shirt on. So he's literally like he just pops out in one frame with the flash shirt and then pops away and it's us again. <laughs> it's so perfect. And we're like, perfect. and the guy's apology is that he's like deeply apologizing. Like, Guys, you guys can go right back in the front of the line. We'll have to do this all over again. Like, but they're saying forever. And I'm like, can I see it real quick? He's like, yeah. And he shows it to us. I'm like, that's fucking perfect. He has a flash shirt. That's like he popped in, popped yeah. out. Like this works. And even the guy who popped in, he's like. Can I throw my email in there? I was like, fucking do it, dude. This is amazing. That's awesome. Like, I feel like those sorts of experiences, the meeting up with the people is like the fun, the yeah. best part of like this show. Like PAX, I'm going to just let you guys know, PAX, very similar vibe to this nice. in the sense that like you just go out there and play. And, yeah. we're, go- and we're going. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, as the weekly DLC. We got to put that on all our badges. Yeah. I just we we get <laughs> stickers made, so when we get our badges, just slap it on there. Just be like, boom, slapstick comedy, dude. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's why I love it. It's like it's that, but here and it's PlayStation. Yeah, so it's really I don't know. Just it's very mm-hmm. like focused but cool. Got, got um, a video with Knack. It's like Knack, Knack. too, baby. Dude, the guy who was playing <laughs> Knack was energetic. Yeah. He's just like going everywhere. You know what's like, funny is I think I, at least I know the guy who does the Horizon. That that's like a self-made costume, mm. and oh, I think the, they the robot. Yeah, and I think they brought him in because yeah. he was an official oh, thing. Cool. Like, if you took a picture mm-hmm. with him, you got a Horizon Dawn oh, uh, card. What? And then they had the same thing with Nat. If you did, if you did the same thing attack. with Crash, if you took pictures with these, um, uh, like costumes, yeah. yeah, character costume characters, you got their cards or whatever. That's how you got Crash Bandicoot. Apparently, Crash Bandicoot was one of the most rarest ones. Uh, oh, rarest cards. Yeah. I was in line for it, and then you called me to go into the Monster Hunter for like, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, sucks, dude. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was kind of a cool thing. Like, you, cool. it was like achievements unlocking. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, here's a card for unlocking this achievement, kind of thing. So and you got cool. a little special. Like, I last year when I was in the merch line, I went on Sunday last year, and one of the things after I had gotten so many cards at last year's show that I was like, they had a little like folder with like the whole, you know how like Pokemon cards you used to put in the sleeves. Yeah. I had that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll buy the one you guys have. And I put all the cards in there and I was sad this year. I was like, I put three cards in there. Like, <laughs> hey, you got monster hunter. That's yeah. Yeah. Mean. I was happy with the ones I got, but you know what? <laughs> one of my favorite ones is monster hunter. It, that, that one was it really has cool. the, the ultra hard monster, yeah, the near Higante, near Okay. How do you guys say it? Because there's automata, 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 and automata. I want to say automata. I say automata too. Because I want to be like. Automata Pia. <laughs> <laughs> I say automata because it sounds classic. Fancy. Fancy. Near, near automata. I feel near like I'm, I, I will schedule another <laughs> meeting with you. Schedule. <laughs> yeah. Gnarly. All right, we're going to talk about that in a second because we're going to end this episode, get into our next episode. It's going to be Game of the, Game of the Year. Final thoughts, PSX. Let's do the same thing. Favorite, uh, how did you feel about the overall show? What would you like to see next year? Jang. Better trailers. Uh, At the keynote? Yeah, Okay. keynote. Um, I don't know. I like it because it's not... Okay, it's crowded in the beginning, but it's it slows down towards the end. Like, I think it's that's what I like. It, yeah. That's what I fucking like. Oh, the end of the day? Yeah. yeah. I love that Saturday was till like what? How how late was the show floor open? <laughs> Fuck, nine? nine? Damn. We were there past yeah. nine. Fuck, we were, I wish I... Stopped. I thought everything closed at nine. Yeah. And so 
we were past their past nine. <sighs> like awesome. one thing I hate is some of the games you couldn't play unless you got a reservation. I really wanted to try that mental. Yeah, dude. One. Oh, like, that one. I wish there was a line. Like yeah, a I wish there was. Line. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. If, like, yeah. we're gonna do reservations, and now we're gonna do public play. <laughs> now we're doing reservations, public play. The the one of the standby lines, though, real quick, uh, for being a, a Detroit, being human. Um, it, so there was a standby line. I was in line. I was like second in line. So I was like, this is fucking perfect. And there was nobody inside. Inside was like the people that reserved, and then like some guy would come in. And he's like, yeah, reserved. And he's like, all right, and he gets put in line. Then, like, some other girl comes in, yeah, reserved, and then they get put in. I'm like, you know what? This is going to start filling up. And sure enough, I came back later. I left. And I came back later. That line was insanely long. And I was like, whoa, glad I didn't fucking wait in the semi. Another thing they should fix is instead of doing, like, reservations f- the first person, do a lotto. Mm-hmm. Do a lottery system like Comic-Con. Like, that's – it's it's really unfair. Like, oh, you got to be just fucking lucky and be I the first. F- but lotto still – I feel like lottos are at risk <clears throat> just because the, it's already it's tough in a con- in a convention center with – no Wi-Fi mm-hmm. or shitty signal. That 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 waiting room thing could bug out on a mm. lot of people. That's my only gripe with that. Is that mm-hmm. I would be personally worried. I'm like, I hope my connection doesn't crap on. I'm surprised the app didn't crash. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a surprise. I don't think it was ever going to crash. I don't yeah. think. I, I f- it felt very like sturdy. And yeah, like it felt <clears throat> stable. It wasn't messing up even with like a thousand people trying. The to... only thing for me with that app was I couldn't scan a goddamn thing. Oh. So th- there's um, that that PlayStation room that has all the weapons. Uh-huh. That card is so dark; it's impossible to scan <laughs> at the place. You have to get like perfect yeah. lighting. Something. So I I went to go- when you when you finish like a certain set of things, you can go collect more cards. Mm-hmm. And the place they have like really nice lighting. So I'm there. I'm like, this doesn't scan. He's like, yeah, dude. Like you can't do that here. You have to go somewhere with like perfect lighting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll just save it for later. Definitely. And I ended up getting it later, but. So like scan. Oh, didn't like. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the us waiting three hours. Everything <laughs> else is perfectly fine. Honestly, I think they went all out. They had like the the Shadow Colossus huge statue. Um, the the Spider Man thing was really cool because it was like a helicopter with mm-hmm. with an enemy on it. Spider Man. Yeah, and then they had a Spider Man one where he's like on on the, like a it's supposed to be like a roof or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like doing a, a, a spider-man pose mm-hmm. and then you can obviously go next to him and do a pose too that was really cool okay. they had like some really cool stuff there like yeah all the vr setup the last guardian they had like the the or next to it they had like a game with like a uh spider tack uh oh yeah creature. yeah i remember seeing that, that was really cool um yeah the institution which we really want to try that seemed like a cool concept. Like someone wheels you in a wheelchair and you've and uh, you do the VR stuff. Yeah, of, so that's really like cool. A, uh, yeah. So I I honestly didn't have an issue with that other than than wasting three hours of my life in the beginning. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Rob, what would entice you to go next year if you were interested? Uh time. I mean like that that happened to fall in line with like finals and stuff. Yeah, so okay. that that was a big the reason timer. why I was like I have this job i need to work and i had to find time for studying on top of all that sure. stuff so that was like my main stock okay. yeah but like i do i cannot do this right yeah now, you know no 100 percent agree like that comes into place with a lot of people school right now so yeah yeah for me i mean i from what i experienced keynote was cool show floor was really gnarly like you were saying vargas lines aside from merch line that was the shittiest thing <laughs> mistake you know my own mistake um i think I mean, okay, speaking on two years ago, the longest line I ever had to wait in for a game was an hour at the most, and that was Horizon. Oh, the wow. signing lines are another story. I don't think that's my cup of tea unless it's like 
Grant Morrison maybe, but <laughs> I mean, most of those people I was like, I've met, I love, I have, I've been fortunate enough to do elsewhere and they're at enough other events that I was like, I don't feel like I need to. I did. And part of me was, it was even more unappealing that they were doing that system where you had to do the reservations because mm-hmm. it seemed like it didn't even guarantee you a spot even if you showed up because of time and like people taking photos and like they they go by people but then they go by time it's like stick to one like if you're gonna go by people get everyone that has a reservation in there like i don't Mm -hmm. care and have someone on there be like okay it's time for you to go like if you're taking too long if time's an issue but if you're going to go by time tell everyone you're going by time so Aside from that, I like the app. I like the the card system that they have that kind of like gives you a, a motive to go through everything. Um, and just the whole feel. I, I love that weekend. It's. I, I wish I, I got to do more of it. I'm eager to do packs. Um, and I'm eager for next year's PSX. This is fun. It's fun weekend. So, um, with that, let's end the episode. Um, where can people find you guys? They can find me on Twitter at the Fulio and soon cold marmalade on all social media we should do it like Ooh. a teaser trailer for he's like yeah coming soon <laughs> drip drip <laughs> cold drip. marmalade it's slightly cold it is, it's out of my mouth. <laughs> it's marmalade is it, we like a, <laughs> kojima's favorite street like just random <laughs> taglines just like the baby thumbs up <laughs> and then whatever this the the that from software thing was like Strange shadows die twice. (laughs) Cold marmalade. Yeah. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Roberto? And you can find me on Twitter. I'm the robot monkey. That's two E's on the. Okay. At the last bosses everywhere. And you can find me at Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the weekly DLC. Um, We recently did an interview with Andy Weir, author of The Martian. Please check that out. We've put it as a separate episode. I'll be tacking it on to the end of this. So if you want to stick around after we do the the sort of ending we do, I'm going to have that start. So feel free to give it a listen. Let us know what you think. It's our first kind of foyer into doing some interviews. I'm hoping to do some more. Um, If you have any, uh, I don't know, requests or people you'd like to hear us interview maybe or anyone you think would be a cool, you know, guest of our show or anything, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can contact us on our Facebook page, social media. um, And then we have our email if you want to reach out to us with a longer thought at asktheweeklydlc at gmail.com. Until then, guys. We will. Oh, you gotta say that okay. part. We will. DLC. You later. Welcome, everybody. This is another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh. And um, today we have a very special episode. Um, it's a very uh, fun uh, time we're gonna have with uh, Mr. Andy Weir. Uh, an author who's written such works as uh, The Martian. Um, Andy, thank you for, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, can you uh, describe some of the works you've been working on lately? Uh, I've, I've heard you, you wrote a new book recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Artemis, my second book, is available now in bookstores and uh, online retailers. Um, yeah, uh, Artemis takes place in uh, humanity's first uh, off-Earth city it's a city on the moon and the main character is a woman who's a small-time criminal and she gets in way over her head yeah i've uh, i've actually been enjoying uh, reading it so far uh i've been i've been reading it on my travels and uh 
I'm I'm really excited to see where it takes me as it, as it reaches its conclusion. I remember when I read The Martian, and I honest honestly, it it was the fastest I've ever finished a book. Um, <laughs> it was one of those experiences where I just I couldn't put it down. And uh, if it wasn't for how busy the, the this holiday season has been, I think I would have been on my second reading of the, of Artemis right now. Um, oh wow! Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, so with that, I wanted to just jump into the, some of the questions. Uh, I had a question. As well as I had my my co-hosts who are normally on the program, uh, they had prepared some questions as well. They wanted to ask you. They're big fans of your works. Okay, sure. Um, so one of the questions that I have is is somewhat related to Artemis. Um, I know with the Martian, you you came at it. Uh, if, and correct me if I'm wrong. You came at it with in a in a direction where you were going from a worst case scenario, like what would happen if you were stranded on on Mars. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I was I was designing a a, a manned mission to Mars, not even for fiction purposes, oh, okay. just for the hell of it. And I wanted to make sure that the mission profile accounted for. Okay, what if this breaks? What if that breaks? What do they do if this breaks? And if a bunch of things, if enough stuff breaks, then the uh, astronauts have to do these increasingly desperate things to survive. And I was like, oh, hey, this could make an interesting story. So I created an unfortunate protagonist <laughs> and uh, subjected him to all of it. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh so in in regards to that did you find yourself with Artemis in a in a similar or in a much different sort of uh, inspiration or or where did you start with Artemis did you have like a end goal that you worked backwards from or did were you kind um, of have you been watching a lot of like heist and, and movies <laughs> like that and wanted to see where you could go with it or can you well I do that? love I do love crime novels and heist stories and stuff like that um that's always been my. Uh, Next to sci-fi, you know that that basically crime and heist novels are my second favorite uh, genre. Oh, great! Okay. Um, but no, actually, uh, Artemis started in kind of, I guess, a similar way to The Martian, where I was basically saying, okay, I want to design humanity's first non-Earth city. What would it look like? What would it be like? Why would it exist? You know, mm -hmm. what 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 are the economics behind it? Okay, yeah. now. Now, and I worked that out, and then I'm like, okay, how do you build it? Like, um, you know, w what is it made of? How do you do all that? And so I was designing Artemis, and then I, I, I finished basically. I, I figured out like, okay, here's how the city would work, and here's how everything would work. Now I should make a story that takes place there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'd, I'd finished making the whole setting before I came up with any characters or plot. Wow. Okay. And I, I, that really came across in the very beginnings of the of the novel. I, you kind of just describe the world and like how it's it's running and functioning, and that was part of the captivating part for me. It was just like, what is this? And and you go into every everything and everything I couldn't even think of of like how, what factors to consider. Um, mm. That was fun. That's interesting. Uh, what would you say or or were contrasting like did you uh approach did you did you go into any favorite works of of like noir and detective storytelling that you drew inspiration from or yeah i mean i would say the biggest inspiration for artemis was or for the plot that i ended up coming up with was the movie chinatown oh okay, uh, that's a good one yeah it's one of my favorite movies ever and it's a you know it's a noir detective novel or sorry noir detective movie mm -hmm. and um Basically, uh, Artemis and Chinatown are similar in that they're both about – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Artemis is as good as Chinatown. I'm just saying that the concepts are similar in that they're both um, – they both revolve around the ugly stuff that happens under the hood in order for a city to grow. Right. It's basically like in Chinatown, L.A. was as much a character as as any of the people in it. Right. 
and in Artemis, it's the same for Artemis. And um, in both cases, like regardless of how you know, for some people things went badly, and and for other people things went you know great, but but whatever. In the end, the city prospers. Like, mm -hmm. and you get the feeling that it was always going to, like that this was an inevitability. In Chinatown, it was like one way or another that water has to end up in the city of L.A. Mm. And um, uh, for anyone who hasn't watched Chinatown, I highly recommend it. By the yeah, way, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, so I have a, one of my uh, colleagues had this question for you. Um, I know I, you know, going through some of your past works, you've done short novels. You've done some. You did the the fanfic story, uh, Lacero for yes. the Ready Player One. That was one of my favorite. Like I didn't hear know about that until they my my two co-hosts told me about it, and I uh -huh. it was it was so much fun to read. Um, oh, it's it's it, it was it's the. The, the dream of all fanfic authors in that I, I wrote a fan fiction and then the author, Ernie Klein, canonized it. Yeah. So he yeah. said, like, this is canon. And I'm like, <laughs> it is the dream. Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> like, the, yeah, exactly. Um, did you – so you wrote it before even get, ever being in contact with him or were you guys friends or how did that uh, – uh, We were – I I I mean, I was already fairly well known for The Martian mm -hmm. and so – I um I read Ready Player One and I loved it and I spoke effusively about it on Facebook <laughs> and social media and stuff like that. I I emailed Ernie um some fan mail basically. I said like, hey man, I I read your book. I just want to say I really loved it. And he replied and he's like, oh wow, thanks. I liked yours too. <laughs> but that cool. was like we weren't. I mean, that was the extent of our relationship at that time. <laughs> sure, sure. And then, yeah, that that work was really cool. So going back, you've wrote, written a number of other short stories. You've written some novels. You you have a like a science and mathematics engineering sort of background. Do you see yourself creatively going or interested in any other mediums like comic books or? I know you worked in video games a little bit. Um, on the development side, do you see yourself maybe also doing like storytelling through those mediums as well or? Uh, no, I wouldn't like to do. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm. You know, I worked in the video game industry for a long time, and yeah. so the idea of going back into that does not appeal. <laughs> okay. What about any um, other but, any other um, sort of medium? Well, there's comic books. There's Cheshire Crossing, which is a comic that I wrote and drew. Um, and another. Uh, well, Casey and Andy was the main one. That was just a a, a thrice thrice weekly web comic that I did for many years. Oh, okay. I, had about six. Uh, in fact, I had exactly six hundred and sixty-six strips of it. <laughs> Did you stop there for or re for that purpose? Or? Well, that's about when I wanted to stop. I, I I got to the point where I wanted to stop, and I decided to just hang in there until strip six 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 because one of the characters in the comic is Satan. <laughs> oh, actually. there you go. It's fitting. Uh. But um, but um, uh, then uh, there's Cheshire Crossing, which was a um like a, a four issue. Uh, comic book style comic that I made um, that it was about the adventures of Alice from Alice in Wonderland, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, and Wendy from Peter Pan oh. all together having adventures. Wow. Okay. So people yeah. should definitely check that out. It's it's out right. It's out and available. Well, you can find you can find my crappy art online um, that I drew <laughs> back in the day. And I'm a, I'm a terrible artist, by the way. Fair warning. But um, you can also find um, on Tapas Media. Um, they released uh, the version that uh, Sarah Anderson of Sarah's Scribbles fame um, redrew the comic and okay. um, and and used mine as uh, used my comic as basically the script and that's really cool. It's not like she did it, you know, just for the hell of it. I mean, this was like <laughs> you know, this is a project we did together. Right, right. Did. That's really yeah. cool. So you've done a lot of variety. Like, how is that? Do you 
do oh just, and i've done tv and stuff too you know so is there any other do you find that you want to do more in any of these um like do you see yourself uh potentially doing artemis as a film at some point or a tv a miniseries or something well um 20th Century Fox has bought the film rights Artemis okay. and it's their features depart their features division has bought it okay. so that means it'll either be made into a movie or or it won't but it'll never be made into a TV show okay um, cuz that's not how things work i mean fox yeah. Technically, you know, Fox owns it and they could decide to make a TV show instead, but they're very, very different parts of the organization, you know. So anyway, um, uh, if they make a movie, I would, of course, be happy to be a resource to, you know, to, you know, be a technical resource or give whatever advice or help them in any way they want. But usually the author of a book has very little to do with a movie or film adaptation, you know. Okay. Usually the author of the book is just sort of an excited observer peeking (laughs) at through the window. <laughs> well, it's cool that you, uh, as soon as the, the Artemis was available, you also had the audiobook and you had some really cool uh, narrators involved. Do uh, you want to talk well, about that a little bit? Yeah, the, the lovely and talented Rosario Dawson is the narrator for the Artemis audiobook, and she does just a bang-up fantastic job. And awesome. uh, Yeah, she's a... Uh, for anyone listening who doesn't already know who she is, she's an actress. She's been in all sorts of stuff. She's in most of the uh, Marvel um, Netflix stuff. Right. She was in uh, that. She's in Sin City, tons of other Sin works City. as well, yep. clerks and stuff. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, next question I have for you is from my other host, uh, Daniel Jang. So he really appre- – like one of his favorite things about The Martian was how practical, how everything was grounded in reality in, in a lot of ways and – um, I know like Neil deGrasse Tyson spoke highly of like how, how the movie and, and the novel, you know, kind of like go into that. Do you personally have any sort of works of fiction that you appreciate that of, of like how, how possible it could be? Or- yeah. It, you know, it's kind of frustrating to me because there isn't a lot of hard sci-fi out there yeah. these days. I mean, there has been in the past, like um, Larry Niven's uh, stuff is, I think the only conceit that Larry Niven did was he made um, he made there's faster than light travel in his known space novels, um, but other than that, everything else is basically um, you know real. It's all real physics, real science, real everything. Mm. Uh, in the more kind of more recent era, there's um, well, of course, I mean, I guess arguably Ready Player One is yeah. is <laughs> is. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing in there that couldn't be done. All that technology is doable. Um, I mean, you see but, nowadays with all these VR headsets and everything, it's become like more and more like that. The Oasis mm-hmm. could happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although Ready Player One is more of a, uh, I mean, it is science fiction, but it's more dystopian future right. fiction kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, one one thing I did like a lot was uh, Ben Bova's Mars, mm. um, just Mars by Ben Bova. And it's about the first manned mission to Mars and things go wrong, but not as wrong as they go in the Martian, you know. <laughs> but um, it was uh, – I liked it because uh, it, there was certainly some unrealistic stuff in there that, that I was like, okay, you know, the, you know, this is of questionable science. you know. But, but one thing that I loved in terms – there was this one thing where they were all getting sick. Everyone, everyone who was on the surface mm-hmm. was getting sick. And they were like, oh, my God, have we, like, contracted a pathogen from Mars or something like that? And wow. and uh, I, I won't give any spoilers, but they just keep getting sicker and sicker. And the resolution turns out to be just awesome. It's wow. this 
it's a very very uh, good hard sci-fi solution. I I thought okay. it was I was like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta check that out. Ben Ben yeah. uh, what was his last name? Ben Bova B O V A B O Mars. I'll have to check that out after I read Artemis. Um, so those those were the main questions we had for you. We have okay. a few very quick uh, kind of like we, we were doing our best to draw inspiration from James Lipton and try to think of sort of a quick round of questions we could ask uh, people. Usually it would be in the nerdier realms. So I have, <laughs> I have just a handful of questions for you. We're still working on it. The lightning um, round or <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the lightning round. Um, would you say you're a Doctor Who fan? Yes, I would. <laughs> a huge Doctor Who fan. OK, cool. Uh, if you were the doctor, would you, mm. who would you say if you had to pick a companion? If it was your choice, who would your companion be? Uh, probably Romana. Um, she was a companion of the fourth doctors, and uh, she is another time lord. And so she's extremely knowledgeable. She can fly the TARDIS. She's a genius. Um, she's the one most likely to be able to get you out of trouble. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a, I like that. Um, if you were a student at Hogwarts, which house do you see the sorting hat putting you in? Me? Yes. Hmm. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that they're a Gryffindor, but I would probably be a Hufflepuff. Hey, there we go. I'm a, I'm a Hufflepuff <laughs> as well. According to the sorting, uh, I think it was the Pottermore, the, the sorting. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, one more question would be, uh, what what are you reading right now? Uh, right this moment, I am reading uh, Gone Tomorrow by Lee Child. That just okay. hap- happens to be what I'm reading at the moment. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, this, that's that's all the questions I have for you today, Andy. Uh, thank you for joining me. Where can if if uh, fans want to follow you or look into what you're working on, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at well, there's uh, andyweirauthor.com. Um, I, I don't do that much there. Mainly, my, uh, they'd want to go to my Facebook, which is just Andy Weir, or my Twitter, which is at Andy Weir Author. Okay, great. And you got Artemis out right now. Uh, Artemis is out in, right in, now. In, hard, in physical copy, digital copy, you got what? Audiobooks as well with Reserve Audiobook. Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Well, uh, thank you for, for joining us today, Andy. It's been Thanks more than a that. pleasure for to have you on board, and I'm very excited to finish Artemis and, and rave about it after. Cool. Well, I hope you like the rest of it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, uh, on the Weekly DLC for coming, and uh, we'll catch you next time. 